Welcome to James Clemens High School Football. We'll be back with the Jets pregame show right after this. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville. Helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville, at 470 Providence, Maine, and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. When Keith and Amy Richards went on a Greek vacation in 1997, their goal was to create savory foods from simple ingredients. Thus, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe was born with their healthy spin on traditional Greek food in the form of salads, gyros, sandwiches, and soups. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, located at 105 Brookridge Drive, Suite A, just off Highway 72 in Madison. Open Monday through Sunday, 1030 a.m. till 9 p.m. Call 724-6554 or visit them online at tzatzikiscafe.com. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Originality is our nationality. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, 
Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the archives tab. You can also subscribe to the Play Action Sports podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform like iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify, or ask Alexa or Google to open the Play Action Sports podcast. Keeping you up to date on Athens and Limestone County sports, Play Action Sports. We are live at Madison City School Stadium for the Madison Bowl between the Bob Jones Patriots and your James Clemens Chets. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's broadcast brought to you by Play Action Sports. I'm Kirk Pearson, and joining me tonight in the booth for the game is Coach Johnny Johnson and Coach Brad Kimbrew. Now, besides your regular we-want-to-beat-our-rivals vibe already set in place for tonight's Madison Bowl, there are some significant streaks on both sides of the Bob Jones versus James Clemens game. The Jets, they're the home team this year for this Class 7A Region 4 opener at Madison City Stadium. They have lost two straight to open the season for the first time since 2019. Now that year, James Clemens rallied to win nine consecutive games before falling in the overtime in, overtime in the second round of the playoffs to Hoover. Bob Jones coming in at 1-1 one one after a 31-7 loss in their, to Muscle Shoals in their season opener, but they bounced back last week to win 44-21 over Athens. Now, the Patriots' streak on the line, you might ask? Well, four straight losses to James Clemens after opening the series with six consecutive wins. Coach Johnson, after dropping the first two, Gardendale, first two games to Gardendale two Fridays ago and then to Mountain Brook last week on the road, Coach McGee made the comment, We've got some really good experience the last two weeks with the competition we played. Our guys have a lot of fight in them. We're playing some young guys, and they're learning on the job as they go. They are going to be better for it in the long run. And, Coach Johnson, that's going to be key as we get into Region 4 play, and that starts tonight. No doubt, Kurt. Um, you know, offensively, we got a challenge tonight. I think the cat's out of the bag that Gio Lopez will not play. Um, he had an infection in his leg and spent some time in the hospital this week, and so he's, he's out and getting healthy. Um, but, you know, that's 65% of your offensive totals yardage-wise was Geo um, through passing and rushing. So Ty Marsh steps in, young sophomore. Uh, we're getting a little exciting with the crowd. They just brought the game ball in via parachute. How about that? How about that? Uh, big, 
it's a big event tonight. It fellas. is a huge game. It's uh, rivalry night, guys. But Ty comes in, sophomore. How big was the experience he got against Gardendale when Gio had the ankle? He played a whole second half there. Um, and, and I would argue our first two opponents were much tougher than what Bob Jones saw on their first two opponents. Um, so Marsh is going to have to get time. The offensive line has been beat up, but I saw two of the guys expected out back in warm-up, so that's a good uh, good outlook for the offensive line tonight. Um, so they've got to know. I talked to Coach Cole tonight. They've got to know which direction to go. The offensive line has struggled with that with all the new pieces. Hey, what are your calls? And then running backs trusting that line and getting up in there. Um, and then giving him time to get the ball to Pittman, Doty, Ballard, those guys will be big. Well, Coach Kimbrough, we've seen some strong de- defensive play from this uh, James Clemens team. But tonight we see them take on yet another very athletic quarterback in Ray Hardy. Now, last year Hardy had 407 total yards against the Jets in their season loss. They lost in overtime to the Jets last year in the Madison City Bowl, 35-28. to But last week bounced back after their loss to Muscle Shoals and directed a crushing ground game, ground game and the Patriots ran for 408 yards in the win. Yeah, I mean, Hardy is such a weapon, and he, and he can be anywhere. And you're exactly right. Last week they changed it to a super, super strong running game. Offensively, they're, they're kind of hitting their stride. But you know what? I mean, the Jets have some weapons defensively too. Uh, Jamal Myers uh, moved to cornerback this year, been a two-time All, All-State safety. Uh, and he was our player of the game two, week ago, two weeks ago, Mark Woods. The guy was flying all over the field making tackles, getting after it. And Coach McGee says, you know, Woods is a long, rangy guy. He's playing safety for us. He's really good at the cerebral things that, that we want, which is tough because Coach McGee does have a complicated defense at times. But the guys have played really, really well. Uh, they, they're tackling better, which Coach Johnson alluded to a few weeks ago. They're just getting after it, and they're really sound. They've played some two really tough games. I mean, it's a really strong competition, like you mentioned earlier. They're going to have to bring it again tonight. Well, we're just a little bit over 10 minutes from kickoff. The band's making their way onto the field. You can hear the drums of the James Clemens Jets marching band out there just kind of bringing everybody in. This place is packed. I had a hard time finding parking, I'm not going to lie. Everybody, you know it's a big game when you have the game ball brought in from a skydiving team. How about that? No doubt. So, big games tonight. It's a rivalry game. we got the Bob Jones Patriots visiting your James Clemens Jets, and you're listening to James Clemens High School Football from Play Action Sports. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Sergeant Brian Morse. Our national anthem. 
by the direction of Keith Anderson and assistant director Brian Sims, the James Clements Marching Band. Back to James Clemens High School football right here on Play Action Sports. That was the James Clemens Marching Band bringing us tonight's national anthem. We're just about seven minutes away from kickoff, and the captains are starting to make their way out to the side. I see Bob Jones' captains running over there, and James Clemens' captains are on their way out of the locker room as well. As we start talking about keys of the game for tonight for James Clemens, offensively, you've already alluded to it, Coach Johnson, with, with uh, Marsh starting instead of Lopez. What do we need to do to, to get going offensively tonight? Well, I think the big deal is get the ball out of his hands quickly. I think you'll see a lot of screen passes early, um, trying to get the ball to Ballard out of the backfield or DJ Williams. Um, you know, the big thing Coach Cola talked about, too, is the backs trusting the offensive line and hitting the hole that's assigned. There was, we looked at some film this week where we had a hole open enough for six, eight, ten, maybe even a big gain, and we took an extra cut and get, got a three-yard. Um, and so instead of just trusting that hole and the way the play was designed. So that's going to be big. I think Ty getting, like we said before, Ty getting that experience against Gardendale will be huge because that was a good defense. Yes. You know, they, we talked about they had, what, eight seniors on defense and three SEC commits. So um, I think that getting him the ball out quickly will be important. So, Coach Kimbrough, when we start talking about defensively, you know, we've already mentioned Hardy being the playmaker on the Bob Jones side. And you know Coach White is going to draw up some different scenarios, things that James Clements might not have seen. But we know the defensive secondary is strong. But what about the rest of the crew? Well, that that's maybe one of the biggest challenges that James Clements faces is that in the two games that Bob Jones has played, it's been a tale of two different teams. In their first game, they, they run a lot more counter-type play, some counter-GT, some counter-GF, some zone run, a little bit of power stuff. But it wasn't very successful uh, because penetration just blows that offense up. Last week against Athens, they lined up more of a power running, a lot of ISO, trap, leads, and they came right at Athens. They, they were so much different in their first week. You know, they were just getting blown up and hitting the mouth a lot. Um, then you flip it to last week where they were much more aggressive. So for, for our defense, we got to figure out which team are we going to see. And there may be some filling out process early in the game. No question, number four is what makes their offense go. Hardy is the guy. And I, really for us defensively, I think we've got to contain the quarterback on the pass rush, keep him contained in the pocket, stop the run, limit the pass, because I don't think Bob Jones can sustain a drive without at least one big play from Hardy. 
and that's that's the thing that the James Clemens defense has done in the past, and we saw them two weeks ago against Gardendale, gave up big plays. Big plays. And so that that's always the But issue. not many. Not many, They no. were just very costly, big, and, and, and several of them at very crucial times. Right. Where you feel like you've got a win or you're on the verge of a win on that defensive series, and then one breakdown or one missed tackle turns into a big play, and Hardy's another guy that can do that. You alluded to earlier that the experience level that, that James Clemens has seen is much better than what Bob Jones has seen. And, and seeing the guy from, from Gardendale, forgive me for not remembering his name, but I think that would be great experience for us having played a guy like that of that caliber already when we're getting ready to see Hardy. So tonight we got our James Clemens captains. Number five, that's Stephen Izell. Number 77, Name Muhammad. And then you got number 94, Andrew Millar. Now, we're not going to make the same rookie mistake we made a couple of weeks ago. We're going to pay attention to the we coin We are going to watch. But we are going to watch the coin toss. Yeah. <laughs> but that's hard right now. I'm telling you, we've stumbled in, on our words so far. The, the PA announcer has stumbled on his words so far. Everybody's fired The up. drum major may have stumbled. And it made me think about how important this game is. Everybody's kind of uptight. They're a little on edge. You know, for us, we had our first pep rally in, what, two years? Yeah, maybe T- three. Yeah. Today, you know, and I don't know what happened at Bob Jones today, but these kids know what this game means too. Well, and I'll say this too. You know, you usually think of a rival game being one that's gone on for decades and decades. Correct. And this is obviously a newer rivalry, but I'll point something out to you uh, with the way the scores have gone. When they, these schools split, there were some hard feelings with that even happening, right? Sure. And And then – Bob Jones goes out the first year in 2012 with a young, young James Clemens team and puts up a 72 to nothing spot and has the starters in at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> People on our side of town have not forgotten that. No. And so it took six years for us to get over that hump and beat them. And so we've, we've won the last four. And they're not happy about and it. And they're not happy about that on their side. That's right. And so you're looking for uh, just a dogfight tonight. There's that's no doubt about it. And that's why this, even though it's a young rivalry, it's a big one on, in, the, in the city of Madison. It's, this game's huge. I mean, this game's huge. Guys, I've been fired up all week about it, and then I got up here, and I start stuttering and stammering and trying to, you know. But it's, it's that nervous energy, and sure. I think we forget that sometimes with the kids. They, they come into an atmosphere like this. I mean, look around you. The place is packed, right? The student sections are overflowing. We had the guy skydive in. You know, I mean. At a, at a high school game on Friday night? At a high school game <laughs> on, in front. You're exactly right. Gonna, in Madison, Alabama. Tomorrow. You're going to see that tomorrow yeah. on TV. Oh, and not, but not all games. No. I mean, this, this is this is a big-time game. Everybody's been looking forward to it. Man, I'm ready to get going. So, Bob Jones won the toss. They deferred to the second half. So, we're going to see the offense right off the bat with Martian at quarterback. James Clemens in my favorite uniform. So, I'm just going to go ahead and tell they you right now, nice. guys. I love that, that Carolina blue look. It's beautiful. Blue pants, blue jerseys all the way. They're trimmed in navy blue and white with the white numerals. They got the navy blue helmets on. Bob Jones decided to go the Stormtrooper look. All white, head to toe, trimmed in navy blue with the navy Bob Jones symbol on the side. And I may be mistaken, but I think those all Carolinas were busted out the year we beat Bob Jones the first time at the Bob Jones game. Oh, coach. Oh, come on now. Uh oh. Well, we've we worn them since. I'm yes. just telling you. Yes. But that was the first time they were worn, if I remember correctly, was in that game when we finally got over the hump and beat them. If you're not excited to listen to this broadcast... You don't have a heartbeat. You don't have a heartbeat, because I'm going to tell you, if you're not here, I hope you're listening, because we're excited. We can see James Clemens running onto the field right now. Here they come. You can hear it. You can you can just sense it in the air. Bob Jones taking their time, wanting uh, James... Well, it looks like... What are they doing? Uh, this is a... <laughs> hey, we got a standoff before we took the field. It is a standoff. Who's going to run out onto the field first? Oh, I'll tell you what it is. It's best buddies group. 
So they've got the, the, the Best buddy special needs group of Madison as part of this every year. I forgot about that. So part of the team comes out with the Best Buddies, let them run out on the field like the team would. I'm sure Bob Jones will do something similar. Here come their no, kids. Here come the Patriots. And then the Jets team will come in last. I see it. I see it. All so right. they let those kids experience the run on the field in this kind of crowd. What a great night. That's a special moment for those guys, too. So Bob Jones has taken run onto the field, and they've gone to their sidelines. Now, ladies and gentlemen, they're rocking and rolling over there in the north end zone. Here they come. Here come your James Clemens Jets. I'm just going to let the crowd soak in the moment. Yeah. That is a good-looking uniform, and I'm going to stay on that. I'll die on that hill, fellas. I'm going to tell you what, hey. between the number of cheerleaders and dance team, it looked like a whole other team coming out behind <laughs> yeah. us. That's it a sure lot did. of people. It sure did. Now, listen, you can check out the Play Action Sports mobile app. It's your connection to all of our live streams, along with scores, game archives, and more. All you got to do is go online to pasnetwork.net for the download links. And we're going to have plenty of things going on tonight. We're going to have timeout with Tzatziki's. We're going to talk a little bit about that. First timeout of tonight's ball game, no matter what it is, whether it's a coach's timeout, official's timeout, or a heat timeout, we're going to announce the winner of our t- timeout with Tzatziki's. And then we're also going to have our Mellow Mushroom player of the game. Two weeks ago, we know that uh, you know we had our defensive side. Let's see if we can get the offense player of the game tonight. We'll see. I'd love to see a lot of points put up on the board. You know, not to jump the gun here, but our, I have a sneaky suspicion that our player of the game could be, uh, or, or at least one of the candidates for player of the game, could be a special teams player. Uh-oh. We, we had, Bob Jones has been subpar at best in their special teams the first two games. Now, we've had our own special teams woes, okay, early on. However, when you talk about teams who may be on the same level, special that, that third phase of the game can come in huge. So whoever's sure-footed or sure-handed uh, will have a leg up. Back deep to receive for the Jets, you've got number one, Kamari Pittman. And also you've got Ty Doty, number 11. They're standing at about the 10-yard line as Bob Jones gets ready to kick off from their own 40. Just to recap, they want, Bob Jones won the toss and elected to defer to the second half, which is a smart move. What you see pretty consistent, unless you have a lot of faith in your offense to put points on the board early and fast. Here we go. High end over end kick, but it's short. It's going to be fair caught at about the 24-yard line, mm. and that's going to be where James Clemens starts. I saw that. Nice little hit Chris right there. Chris Kang right there put somebody <laughs> on their back. Well, it, this is a collision sport, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris took it literally. He did. He did. He won that collision. That is a big, strong human being, by the way. <laughs> See, that's what I love having y'all in the booth up here with me. You bring some insight. You see these kids on a regular basis. You know their work ethic and everything that they bring. Speaking of work ethic, I I know how much the coaches have been bragging on Ty Marsh this week, just the work he's put in and gotten after it and and trying to be that guy and step in that role. I would look for a screen and then something fancy on down two. Well, that's what it was. It was a screen. He bobbled the snap, but he got it off for a nice little pickup. To number 12 for James Clemens, that's Logan Eggert. He didn't just bobble the snap. The snap surprised him. It hit him in the chest when he was looking at <laughs> well, the Well, I will lines. say that's been an issue. We've got a young center, and, and there's been seven snaps over the first three games, uh, including the, the jamboree that were just snapped with no count. We're going to go tempo. 
So back there with Marsh, you've got Williams. He's going to hand it off to Williams right up the middle. Williams is going to fight forward yeah. close to the first down. I think he's got yeah. it, boys. It looks so. It looks so. Just it looks like of- DJ Williams getting the start tonight. Um, you know, Ballard has been banged up a little bit, had some rib issues, and so looks like DJ is going to get some carries early. Marsh in the shotgun, two splits to the near side. He's got Williams to his left. Calls for the snap. Then they look over to the sidelines, get an adjustment. They move Williams over to the right of Marsh. One split to the far side as well. So takes a snap, fakes the handoff, throws it out to number one. You know who that is. That's Pittman. Pittman's got a scene. Look at Kamari. He's going to be drug out of bounds short of the 50-yard line and about the 48 for another James Clemens first down. So that play right there was the play we ran, I think, on first down last week at Mountain Brook. And Coach Cola said we missed the block on this end or we had a touchdown. Now uh, Doty did a great job blocking right there and got us the first down yardage. Here's Marsh. Shotgun takes a snap. Going to hand it off to Williams up the middle. Williams got a nice little hole. That's some good blocking from that young offensive line. Yeah, and a great job of finding the seam right there and running through two arm tackles just to pick up an extra two or three yards. Trusted that hole right there like Coach Cullen wanted. So Jets staying with the tempo. Marsh, shotgun. Williams to his right. Same set. So going to hand it off to DJ Williams up the middle. He's got a nice little hole again. Crosses the 50, brought down to about the 39-yard line. That's a James Clemens first down. I like what Coach Cola did right there. You have success on a play like that and pick up six yards, run the same thing again. Keep, like Coach said earlier, make it simple for this young quarterback. Here's Marsh. Going to fake the handoff to Williams. Going to throw it out to Pittman. Overthrows Pittman. And the block was locked up. Doty had the block again. I think what you're going to see with him, especially being newer at the quarterback, is going to see a, a I hate to say it, but dumbed down number yes. of plays. Vanilla. And you're going to see them try to go as fast as they can go. Um, that was kind of the word this week was there's going to be less plays, but they're going to try to go fast, fast, fast. They are so far. So Marsh goes up to the line of scrimmage, tells everybody what it is, second and ten after the incomplete pass intended for Pittman. Going to hand it off to Williams again. Williams going to be touched in the backfield, but he's still on his feet. Pushes forward to about the 35-yard line. That's a nice little five-yard pickup right there. You know, there. he's not very big, but he's he's he is a bowling ball. We said that a couple weeks ago. He is so strong. Weight room and just tough to get down with one hand or two arms even, oh. uh, which he showed right there. Look at here, this set. Uh, here's, here we go. Lineman out wide left. Yeah, you got we, Marsh out here too as well. So you yes. got four splits. Now everybody goes in tight. So just kind of giving them a different look. Trying to see what they would do. Just giving them a different look. Set up something later, yeah. Williams to the right, two splits to the far side now. Going to fake the handoff to Williams, going to throw it out to Pittman. It's going to overthrow him again. little high and behind him right there, Ty. He's trying to get that ball out so quick, and that's a tough throw to make. Um, Even though it's a short pass, it's a long way across there, and he's getting rid of it really quick. So tough to be accurate. The angle's very tough on that ball. So that incomplete pass brings up fourth down. It's fourth and six for James Clemens. As you see, number three, Devin Cooper coming in. I don't think there's any question what we're going to do right here. With quick kick, not an option. I think you got to try You're in Bob Jones' territory. Let's try and pick up first down. So you've got three splits to the far side. Williams is in the backfield with Marsh. One split to the near side. That's Doty. He's going to throw it to Doty. Doty's got his man beat. Going to oh, throw it right out of bounds. Down? He makes the catch, no. but out of bounds. That was a great play, just let him a little too far. I thought Ty did a great job that time trying to adjust to the ball. You, it, it's so difficult to try and look and see where your feet are and know where you are on the field trying to make an adjustment on the ball like that in pretty good coverage. Well, the throw just carried him a little far towards the boundary, and, and I don't think he could have made that catch in bounds. No, even I don't if think he knew where he was. was. Not at all. He needed about 15 more yards outside of, out of bounds. 15 more? 15 I'd more. I'd have taken two more, <laughs> and he'd have been in. Maybe in Canada, that's in, right? <laughs> that's it. 
All right, defensively, let's see what we got right here. So Hardy in the backfield. He's got three. He's got trips to the far side. One split to the near. Same, pretty much the same. Look, Hardy's going to keep quarterback it himself. Sweet. And here he goes. They saw some game film. He's going to be hit, drug forward, picks up about nine on the play, close to a first down. Hey, just simple quarterback sweep. That was their best play against Athens is because, simply put, one, he's the best athlete on the field for Bob Jones. Secondly, if the quarterback is carrying the football, then that gives you as many blockers as possible to try and get around the edge. So everybody's in just a little tighter this time. you got two splits to the far side, one to the near. Hardy in the backfield at quarterback. Puts a man in motion going to the far side. He's going to screen it out to that man that was in motion. He's going to he's going to go ahead and get tackled. It's kind of hard to see. I think he got to the 50-yard line. Right so about the second 50. down. Yeah, really close. Something to watch tonight, too. We've got a linebacker out. One of our starting linebackers, Jacob Durham, is not playing tonight. And so how they work together in the middle with a new guy in the middle um, with Stephen Ezel will be interesting to see, especially against the run. So Bob Jones decides to go trips to the near side. Nice little secondary, kind of lined up straight. And they're going to hand it off to the running back, number 13. He's going to cut. They try to bulldog. He's still on his feet. Drugged down, but a huge pickup there by Bob Jones. I'm going to tell you, number eight is it Tyreen Washington. That guy is a load running the football. Yeah, Tyron Washington. He's been that way since middle school. He looked about just like that, and he's hard to tackle. I mean, he's a big kid. He's got a and moves. big, strong lower half, and, yes, he can move. He's a load. All right, shotgun trips to the far side now. Hardy gets the snap. He's going to kind of do a read option. He's going to keep it himself. He's got himself a hole. Bounce it to the outside, to the 25. He's down to the 20. Goes out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Picks up another first down. All right, twice now Bob Jones has put a wrinkle in what they what they haven't shown on film. So it's new to J.C. They're kind of rock blocking that zone, that zone read. So they're letting the guard wrap around the backside and then reading whether or not to give or pull that football. It's a little bit different wrinkle for us. Here comes the snap. Going to hand it off to number eight again. And he's still carrying he's James alone. Clemens' defenders. Pickup of about nine. Brody, Brody Stinson went for a ride on his back right yes, there. Yes, he did. That's a guy you got to come in low. you got to go in low and take that power away from him. So now when you, when you look at what Bob Jones is doing so far – I know they watched game film mm-hmm. on the Gardendale game. Of course. And that's what Gardendale did. A lot of read options. That's a lot of read option stuff, a lot of inside zone. They're going to try and do the same, no question, and take the load off four as much as they can. So second and short, ball spotted at about the 12-11 yard line. Going to hand it off again up the middle. He's going to be met with a line of defenders. Looks like he's short of the first down, so he'll bring up third and short. And, and J.C. knows this. When they're inside the red zone, these guys are just about 100% run. They're not going to take a chance throwing the football when they're down in the end zone, not with the running game as strong as it is. And they don't throw it a lot anyway. Well, he likes to throw the deep ball a lot, but they don't throw it well. Yeah. So third and short, ball at about the 10-yard line maybe. That'll be about right. So Hardy's going to keep it himself, just running up the middle. Quarterback Still lead. on his feet, gets the first down. It's going to be first and goal. Mark Bob Wood. Jones from the two. And it's so tough to defend when you've got a guy like that, whether he runs it wide or rather he runs, or, or rather whether he runs up the middle. You've got so many blockers when your quarterback's the, also the ball carrier. Hardy looking for the snap. He's going to keep it again. He's going to right up the middle. Touchdown, Bob Jones. Hey, tough right there. And that's what we've got to try and do defensively is win the field position game as much as we can to try and make them drive the field. That time they did it all on the ground. Couple of big plays, but we twice we could have got out of that series if we make a stop. 
So Bob Jones takes the lead right now, six to nothing, waiting on the extra point, scoring with 7.13 left to play in the first quarter on a two-yard run up the middle by Hardy. Hardy pretty much carried that load, but you throw in the running back, number eight, for Bob Jones. Almost got a piece of it, and it hit the goal post. Bounce off. Extra point is no good, so with 7.13 left to play in the first quarter, Bob Jones, six, James Clemens, nothing. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football from Play Action Sports. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119, look for them on Facebook or online at Extreme Pressure washing21.net spell it x-t-r-e-m-e extreme pressure washing welcome back to james clemens football on play action sports bob jones struck first after james clemens opening series went they they had a drive going but uh, unable to capitalize on fourth down and then bob jones pretty much drove about what 70 yards and uh, or actually probably 60 yards put it into the end zone for a two-yard run by hardy and now they have the lead. Missed the extra point. It hit the goal post and bounced out. So, again, Doty and Pittman back deep to receive. They've moved up a little bit, knowing that this kicker's probably going to kick it short. Yeah, I can't see him kicking off to us. And he does. He kicks kick it out of bounds. bounds. So, that's going to be good field position for James Clemens with their second possession of the game. Yeah. I will say he's pretty accurate. He hit the kicker's net on the sideline. Well, there you go. <laughs> if that's what he was meaning to do, then. I just I can't imagine with our skill guys back there that they're going to they're going to give us a kick that we have a chance to return. Well, and it doesn't look like you said their, their special teams wasn't no. very stellar. It doesn't look like the kicker is a kickoff threat. He's toe punching the ball down the line as far as, as far as he can. Something you don't see a whole lot of anymore is the old toe punch. The old toe punch. And and he missed and the to get extra it in point. Yeah. So hopefully that little positive at the end of that long drive for us with him hitting the upright uh, will get us going here. So Marsh quarterback. Looks like he's got Williams to his left. Two splits to the near side. He's going to fake the handoff to Williams. Going to hit Pittman across the middle. Pittman's going to pick up eight yards on that reception. Nice little post pattern there. Another quick ball out of his hands. But, man, he was right on time. Hit him in stride. He didn't have to even stutter step to catch that ball. Perfect Um, slant ball thrown by Ty. So you got Pittman to the near side. Another split to the far side. Another one is Doty right here. Closest to us, Williams and Marsh. That's been your weapons offensively so far. Marsh takes a snap, fakes the handoff, throws it out to Pittman. Pittman, nice move right there. Nice move. Picks up the first down, he's, looks like, or he's going to be close. Short, short. Just short. The you know, far side judge has got yeah, him first side. down. Yeah. I like his I don't, part. I don't think he counts. No, he doesn't. <laughs> the other guy out there, number 12, was Logan Eggert on that top side. He's a guy that's, that's just getting his feet wet on the varsity level. Um, got a lot of ability. Um, he's a tall guy, can run a little bit for a tall guy, and he's, he's so much different than the other guys. Wow. Nice pass right there from Marsh. Looks like he hit Pittman again on a slant pattern, and Pittman's third. slow getting up. And that's a third and short. I mean, that's third and short where normally you're going to see every, any high school football team in the country line up and push forward for a yard. We didn't. We throw the slant. So Pittman comes up limping. But the officials call for a timeout, and with that, it's time out, time for our timeout with Tzatziki's. We get to give away food? On, yeah, we're going to give away food. You go online to PASnetwork.net, and you enter your name for timeout with Tzatziki's, and listen 
for the first time out of each James Clemens game as we announce the winner of a chicken dinner for four from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe just off of Highway 72 in Madison. And your winner of timeout with Tzatziki's is Wanda Simmons. Wanda Simmons, you are our Winner, winner, chicken dinner for four from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Although I'd try the beef there. It's really oh, I good. love Tzatziki's <laughs> I know beef. we say chicken it's dinner, stellar. but boy, their, their beef is good. Yes. It is good stuff. Yes. And a little Greek salad action. <laughs> little it, little pita stuff. with hummus. Little, yeah, a little pita. Get you some of those little pepperoncinis, you know. Yeah. A nice little pepper. Absolutely. So, so what we've seen so far tonight uh, from Marsh is some composure. Already in these first two series. You know, I mean, he's, a, he's a mature young guy. Yes, he I is. mean, he, even last year coming in as a freshman, watching him at the baseball with us, just a really mature kid that loves the work, um, does not shy away from that. And, and I think we're going to see that tonight from him. So you've got trips to the near side. It's a new look. You've got that lineman, number 60, over here split out. And Marsh. And Marsh, yeah. So Marsh goes back in. Lineman comes out. Doty comes out. You've got Cooper over here next to Doty. They're stacked. Marsh is looking. He's going to throw it over here to Cooper. Cooper got some room. Makes a juke move. He's still running down the sidelines. He gets down to about the 30. Nice play. And is brought down out of bounds for another James Clemens first down. We talked earlier about the crazy formation, right, to see how they're going to line up to it. That time they did just something a little deceiving and moved the back out of way. You're taking more inside guys away from the ball when they throw it back. Marsh looking to throw again, throws it to Cooper. Cooper not able to bring it in, so second and ten for James Clemens. He just looked up early there. He was trying to make another play up the field after that last play. He did such a good job of making a move. Uh, He made his move just a little too early there. So you've also got Barksdale. Now Barksdale's coming out, and number 81 going in is uh, A.J. Little for Barksdale. So they're going to go trips to the far side. Marsh and Williams in the back. Doty here next to us, or closest to us, not next to us. Split out. So now Williams goes from left to the right side of Marsh. Marsh takes the snap, looking to throw, throws it on screen pass. Number 81 catches it. Only about a two-yard pickup right there. It looked like a screen because they were releasing the, the defensive line. It was definitely some AJ's type of AJ's a guy that, you know, played, had five receptions against Gardendale here the first game, um, which I didn't even realize, um, but didn't have any last week against Mountain Brook. So maybe somebody they're trying to get going again. So here we go. Everybody split out again. It's pretty much the same look all night. Going to fake the handoff. Marsh is going to roll. They gotta go. He's going to hit his man. He's going to hit. Looked like a number 11 Doty right there on that pass. And that's going to bring up fourth down. He's still short of the first down, but only by about a yard. Man, Maybe if two. Ty could have thrown it a little more inside, he had room to run. But he threw it on the outside hip, and then Ty tried to turn all the way to the left, gave that guy time to come make that tackle. Big fourth down right here. If we can keep this drive alive and keep that Bob Jones defense on the field, that's going to play. So they're going out with that splits again where the lineman comes out, and then everybody goes back in. We, I'm going to captain obvious this. Something's going to happen with that little play. Oh, well, no and doubt. each time it's been a little different. Who's yeah. on the line and who's out here has been slightly different each time. So everybody's in tight. Going to hand it up to Williams. Williams got a nice little hole. Nice, Dives forward. Got to the first down and a couple more yards. First and ten, James Clemens. Great job by the center and guard on that play of just creating enough of a crease. He can bust it up in there and fall forward for the last yard or two. And here we go fast. And we're under center. So splits to the far side. Everybody else is in tight. Marsh under center. It's going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll. He's looking for his tight end. Deep in the end zone. Oh, no. He's open. He under three. Pass interference. Pass interference. I got worried right there when he rolled out. Man, he had him wide open. He ran right by the defender. The receiver did. Um, But Ty had a guy in his face. 
defensively, and so he had to throw that up a little off his back foot, and uh, luckily the underthrown ball ended up being interference. So Barksdale was the intended receiver. He was wide open in the end zone. He had his man beat by four or five steps. But like you said, Marsh throwing off his back foot allowed that defender to close the gap, but nevertheless, still a pass interference. And that's going to be the big difference between him and Geo. You know, when Geo's in there, he makes that throw easily, even though it's off his back foot because of the strength of his arm. He's right. older, and he's just a different animal. Um, Ty has to set his feet on those long passes. Um, but works to your advantage on an over underthrow every once in a while. Absolutely. So with that pass interference, that gives James Clemens another first down. So it's going to be first and 10 from the Bob Jones 13. 424 left to play in this first quarter. Bob Jones on top, six to nothing. But James Clemens knocking on the door. Different look for us right here. So Marsh puts a man in motion. That's Pittman. It's going to be a quick toss to Pittman. Pittman's going to try to no, – that's not Pittman. That's Cooper. And Cooper's going to be thrown out of bounds. Looked like a little extracurricular activity there, but uh, the officials letting that one go. DJ was putting a block on the guy late, and the guy didn't like it, threw him down out of bounds. And w- really, Bob Jones is lucky he didn't get a personal foul right yeah. there. Yeah. rivalry night, guys. Absolutely. Let it play let a, little it a little bit. Let it play a little, a little bit more. A little chippy. Nothing, nothing in Lister's blood. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, Marsh, under center. Everybody's moving around. So this is a neat little set. Going to hand it to Williams up the middle. Williams going to be met at the line of scrimmage. Going to fall forward. Maybe a, maybe a yard. So it'll be third down and about, we'll say, eight for a first down. they got to get down to the three-yard line for a first down. You're in tighter quarters here, but you're going to have to ask him to throw at some point again. Um, and he's been so accurate on the short passes, those mid-range passes so far. So I think Coach Cola obviously would have some confidence in going ahead and letting him throw here, uh, even though we're back deep in their – Guys, I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to have two running plays in mind right here because it's two down territory for me to try and score or maybe kick a field goal. He's going to fake it. He's going to try to throw it to the end zone. He's oh. going to overthrow Cooper. He's just going to overthrow Cooper. That was just a little too much arm on that one. But the, I, I tell you, it would have had to been a really drop-in pass. So we're going to kick it or go for it here? I think we're going to kick it. Looks, it looks like we're like going to try to put the points on the board. Try so to that, get points any chance you can. you got Luke Bosick, who's – Brand new to kicking a football. He's an excellent soccer player um, and has a big leg. Yeah. Just how accurate will he be uh, kicking a football? So they're on the near hash mark. So that's where they're going to spot it. He's going to be kicking from, what is that, the 18-yard line. So it's a 28-yard field goal attempt. So Bosick lines up. Here comes the snap. High snap. He gets it down. Kick is up. Looks like it's in. I think it is. It is. And it is good with 3.32 left to play. In the first quarter, Bob Jones gets or, uh, James Clemens gets on the board. Bob Jones on top, six to three. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. When Keith and Amy Richards went on a Greek vacation in 1997, their goal was to create savory foods from simple ingredients. Thus, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe was born with their healthy spin on traditional Greek food in the form of salads, gyros, sandwiches, and soups. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, located at 105 Brookridge Drive, Suite A, just off Highway 72 in Madison. Open Monday through Sunday, 10.30 a.m. till 9 p.m. Call 724-6554 or visit them online at tzatzikiscafe.com. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, originality is our nationality. Welcome back to James Clement High School Football of Play Action Sports. Your North Alabama Gas District scoreboard, Austin 7, Sparkman nothing in the first quarter. Florence 7, Albertville 7, Athens indicator. Athens on top right now in the first quarter, 7 to nothing. 
Tanner 14, Tharptown nothing, East Limestone 7, Fairview 7, Brewer 7, and Ardmore nothing. That's your North Alabama Gas District scoreboard. Remember, call 811 before you dig. Bosick lying up to kicks the fi- uh, kick, kick off. It's a nice high nice end over kick. kick. Doesn't Let's go in. Field it at the two-yard line. Found himself a seam. He's going to be hit right at about the 26-yard line. And that's where they're going to spot him. Actually, they're going to say he got to the 27. So first and 10, Bob Jones from their own 27. Got a flag. So we've got a push in the back. And that's going to move that one back further. You love it when those things work against the opposing team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for us, again, we need to win field position battle. We talked about how many young kids we got out there on the field right now for James Clemens, especially offensively. We need to stay in good territory as much as we can. Furthermore, like I said earlier, if you make Bob Jones drive the length of the field time and time and time and time again, they can't do it. They just can't do it. They've got to have a big play from number four to keep any drive going. So I think that's too much to ask their offense to keep sustaining drives. Well, you gotta you got to believe that Coach McGee has told this defense after that first series, guys, you got to pay attention to that read option. you got to expect Hardy is going to keep the ball most times. No question. And blow up any penetration you can to pull uh, get those uh, pulling guards or the elf coming across. Empty backfield. Yeah, he's got four receivers to the far side. He's going to sling it out to number five. Number five's got himself a seam. He's going to be out of bounds after about a four or five-yard pickup. So second down for Bob Jones. It's a little screen pass. Hezron did a good job of getting off a block over there and making that tackle and forced him out of bounds because that could have been a big play if they'd have held those blocks. Well, we read it pretty early, and you got guys running to it. You can do that. I've noticed that they haven't thrown to the side that number seven has been lined up on. Well, of course not. I wonder why. (laughs) You don't become All-State for nothing. Handoff up the middle. Got a block. He's going to be tripped up. Give me about a seven-yard pickup, so first down, Bob Jones. Yeah, between seven and ten, they're going to avoid those two as much as they can. Boy. Absolutely. They Mayor, are, they are the some rangy boys. I mean, no I'll tell doubt. you. Yes, those guys can cover a lot of ground. Big wingspan between the two. All right, you got trips to the near side, one split to the far side. Looks like we're going to go. We only got two DBs on these three receivers. Yeah, looks like we're going zone on this. Going to bring no. in the linebacker from the outside. Strong safety is going to come in. Hardy's going to tuck it and run it, but he's going to—he found himself a wall. Now he's going to bounce to the outside. He's got a blocker. He's going to go out of bounds, but not before he picks up the first down. So it'd be another first down for Bob Jones. You talked about zone coverage. What fooled him right there is to the trip side, we did have zone, but to the single receiver side, we were manned up. <laughs> so you may have some outside linebacker help if any, but you're a man on the backside, which probably is the reason that Hardy thought he could take off with the ball to that side. It's going to be first and 10, Bob Jones, from their own 42-yard line. Hardy going to do the read option, going to hand it off this time, but he's not going to go anywhere. Great job. No gain on the play. Great job. That's Woods, and forgive me for not catching Cameron the other Barry, number. 36. Barry, great job by both those guys that time. We had a blitz coming off the backside. Unfortunately, it's the backside of the play. Those guys, if they don't make that play, that play goes for big time. So second down and eight for Bob Jones. Ball is at the 40, so they gave him two yards on the play. Looks like we bounced, we jumped a little bit, and we did. So, offsides on the defense. It's going to move that ball close to the 45-yard line. And that's exactly where it's going to be. See? I know my football. You do. 92, that's <laughs> one of the Poe brothers. They're not listed on here on the roster as 92, but, but uh, got a little excited right there on the, on the snap count. All right, Hardy's got... 
Two splits to the far side. He's got one to the near side. He's got a running back into his right. Hardy takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself, go up the middle, squeezes his way through, picks up the first down after about a six-yard pickup, crosses the 50 down to James Clemens' territory, first and 10, Bob Jones from the 49. The way they're blocking this inside run tells me they don't believe that they can line up and just run at us. They're having to, to rock block things. They're having to wrap guards. And they're trying to give us misdirection and move those linebackers. Trips to the far side. Hardy. Defense throwing a three-man, showing a three-man front. Going to hand it off up the middle. No, he's going to fake the handoff. It's going to be dropped. That's, dropped behind the line of scrimmage. That's very fortunate for James Clemens right there. Yeah, because he had nobody on it. No, bringing extra guys to rush the quarterback. He gets it out of his hands, and they've got blockers out there. Something to keep an eye on. You know, when Washington's in the backfield, the big boy. Yes. They don't throw the ball to him very much. No. When He's, one of the other backs comes in, you can look for a little back screen. Yeah, a little flare or screen, I, yes. I've seen one play so far that he wasn't in, <laughs> so it just made me think about it. So Hardy's going to keep it himself and run to the far side. He's got some room. He's still on his feet. Jukes one tackler. Penalty on flag on the play as I'm, he gets tackled at about the 27-yard line. I'm very interested to see what this flag's going to be coming from there. I mean, it could be offensive or defensive holding on the blocker in the secondary. I think if, if from that point it would have to be offensive holding if it was that far out, if it, if it is indeed holding. Hopefully it's not a face mask. So we're waiting on the call from the official. And he's pointing it. It looks like they're talking about the spot of the foul itself. So here he comes. Everybody's quiet. Holding against the offense. So that was in the secondary, so... That was a. That's really a mental mistake there. It, it is. It's, it, you don't need it. Not, not, not when he's breaking tackles as it is and he's got that much room. Just mental when mistake. Sometimes those blockers get to the next level up the field and they don't know where the runner is behind them. And right. they lock on on somebody and that guy makes a move and they just instinctively grab. So second down after the penalty. It's going to be second and four because it was a spot foul. Handoff up the middle. Wow, Washington is just, just he's a, a load, man. He just finds, he weaves his way through there. He, he doesn't strike you as a guy that's going to be shifty or juke, but he can move. I mean, and he gets going. So that with that run, Bob Jones picks up the first down at the James Clemens 37-yard line. Hardy's got trips to the near side. It's pretty much been the Hardy show. It kind of, we knew that going gonna, into the night's ball game. It's, it's got to be if Bob Jones is going to be successful. They can't put it in anybody else's hands offensively and count on them to win a game. So Hardy looks to the sidelines as they make some adjustments. We've got three down linemen. There's the snap. He's going to hand it off to Washington again. Washington, he's going to be met only after about a yard, maybe two, if I'm being generous. Lost his helmet. Fortunately for us, oh, there's going to be an unsportsmanlike on the other school. Um, fortunately for us, our defensive line was slanting into the play that time. Very fortunate. Now, Washington still made a made a nice move off the backside of the defensive end there. So it was a big-time play by, is it Millar? Yeah. And yes. big-time play by him of kind of spinning out and making the tackle anyway. It'll be interesting here because I think it's a dead ball foul. It is correct? a dead ball foul. And so they're going to lose the down and the yardage right they here. They should. Yeah. Of course, and now, white hats have been known to do funny things. <laughs> I've never been a white hat. I know you've been a red hat. I've been a red hat. You've been a red hat, haven't you, Coach? 
That's one thing we don't have here is the red hat to stop us and tell us when TV timeout's <laughs> over. You've got to have that red hat. So oh, offset, offset, personal wow. fouls against both sides. So that'll offset that. Still second down, so second and nine. You'll lose Washington for this play because his helmet came off. So this may be something where you see a screen to one of those backs with Very a longer well. second down. Very well could be. I thought so you, you got, were a red hat this afternoon. <laughs> you got Sessions in the backfield with Hardy. He's to his left. Hardy takes the snap. He's looking to throw it. Throw it to the tight end, number 82, and he's going to be brought down. Penalty flag on the play. So it's probably going to be a late hit on the quarterback. I didn't see the late hit. I seen, I seen is it Jennings? Looked like number 90. Yeah. I seen Jennings leaving from the quarterback area, but I didn't see the contact made. So let's see what they call. Because it was the ref Oddly that enough, threw the flag. Both guys were clapping. Yep. Personal foul. Rough in the, the passer. Must have hit him up high in the face or yep. something. So going to be a first down off of that. So we've got 8.16 seconds left to play in this first quarter. Guys, this first quarter has gone by fast. Well, a lot of run plays. Yeah. And, of, and the yes. passes have all been short and complete for the most part. And so, um, you know, this is a game and a rivalry game. You've got to keep your head. And, and, you know, we saw that the play before. We had offsetting penalties right there. You get a rough in the pass or that probably didn't need to happen because you went to the face. Um, we, you know, cooler heads will prevail in this game at some point, and the ones that don't get their emotions under control will struggle throughout this game. So the clock's ticking. It's going to go ahead and run it out for the first quarter. As we finish one quarter in the Madison City Bowl, Bob Jones, six, James Clemens, three, You're listening to James Clemens High School Football from Play Action Sports. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256-772-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Attention all you James Clemens football fans out there. Play Action Sports and Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe are teaming up to bring you Time Out with Tzatziki's. Listen to James Clemens football from Play Action Sports, and during the first time out of every game, we'll announce the winner of a chicken dinner for four from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe in Madison. Just go to pasnetwork.net, enter your name, and you may be our next winner. Time Out with Tzatziki's from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe and Play Action Sports. Welcome back to James Clemens High School Football and Play Action Sports. Getting ready to start second quarter action with James Clemens down by three to Bob Jones. Six to three right now is your score. We've got some more scores for you. North Alabama Gas District scoreboard. Athens Indicator all knotted up at seven. Fairview 14. East Limestone 14 in the second quarter. Ardmore 7. Brewer 7. Sparkman and Austin knotted up at seven. Lauderdale County 14. James, uh, Clements, nothing. Hardy, shotgun, trips to the far side. Hardy's going to keep it himself. He's going to try to string it out, and he does. Gets through one defender, hurdles another one, and gets knocked down, and then there's a penalty flag. He paid for it. Well, and here's the deal. I think in high school football you You're cannot hurdle a, defender. hurdle a defender. So it'll be interesting because they were coming in low, and he didn't really go high, but he did hurdle one of our defenders. it be interesting to see if that's the call. So the thing about the defense right there, if you guys saw that, is 
the defense did the right thing. They started stringing him out towards the sidelines. But he was able to so, – because he's so quick, he does found great, that gap. He's got good vision. I mean, he really does. He's got a ball carrier type vision. He finds the crease. He knows when to cut back against the green. He seems to always make the right cut, too. Yeah. So that personal foul is against the offense. That is because Hardy hurdled a defender. So that's going to move them back on first down all the way back to about the 25-yard line. So it's going to be fir- they're going to replay first down. So it's going to be first and 20 from the 25-yard line of James Clemens. They need to get all the way down to the 5-yard line for a first down. And obviously that wasn't a question because there was two or three flags that flew in on that play. Yeah. So they were all in agreement. Bob Jones probably didn't like it. Hang on, yeah. we're going to have a timeout. From Looks James like we Clemens. are. James Clemens is going to call a timeout with 11.41 left to play in this first half. Bob Jones, six. James Clemens, three. So, so far, guys, we've seen a lot. What? Go ahead. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. Let, let's, let's examine what we've seen in the first quarter. Yes. Okay. Have we seen anything bad by either team? I mean, a couple, couple stupid penalties, right? But as far as execution goes, both teams have been executing. Both teams have been getting after it on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. Right? I mean, it, it's a well-played football game for the most part so far. Right. Are we going to settle in, Coach? I mean, are kids going to kind of ease up? Are they going to settle in and actually play football now that the, the first opening ceremonies, so to speak, You would hope so. You would hope so. I think the biggest issue right now for James Clemens is we've got to find a way to stop the run. If there's one thing that hasn't gone well for us, we have given up a lot of yardage on the run so far to in some four. big plays, mainly to number four, for sure. Um, and finding a way to get him corralled is going to be – Paramount for us winning this ball game. It's tough. All right, so Hardy, he's got trips to the to the near side, one split to the far side. Takes the snap, looking for the read option, keeps it himself. Tries to spin move, does get loose down to the twenty yard line. Picks up a lot of yardage, still on his feet as that offensive line kind of pushes him forward. So he picked up a, a lot of yardage on that one, about eight. Yeah, and seven of them were after contact. Yeah. I mean, once he hit that spin move, he hit that circle button on the controller, man. He was he was gone. <laughs> we, we've got to do – and Coach Johnson has alluded to it since the Gardendale game. We've got to wrap up. Yeah. We've got to wrap up. Too many times guys are breaking the first tackle, and then we're, maybe we're making the second or the third. We've got to start holding on on that first tackle, that first contact. So wide trips to the near side again, just the same formation we just saw in the previous play. It's a read option, going to throw it out to number one on a screen pass. Number one makes a cut, another cut, down to the six-yard line. It's going to be short of the first down, but a huge game. They say he's down at, a, at the seven, so still, big pickup, third and short right well, now. I want to say one thing right there. We had him. We had him play ground. Um, Mark Wood let that the, the, the uh, offensive guy, the blocker, get on the inside of him and push him out with our other defenders when he should have been that last guy inside of him. He wanted his inside shoulder free rather than his outside That's shoulder right. free. So with that play, they did give him the extra yardage, and he picked up the first down. So first and goal, Bob Jones from the five. Well, we know what's coming. Okay, It's going to be a healthy dose of four and or eight. So here they come. Going to fake the handoff to eight. Hardy's going to keep it himself. It's going to be drug down, touchdown, Bob Jones. Hardy from five yards out. That that's the play. Coach Johnson said it a while ago. That's what we've got to stop. That's that's the way to win. Is you got to you got to limit four, and you got to severely limit four. Now how well, do you do you that? Gotta, other you got to find a way to hit him. Yes, we yeah. haven't been able to get a good hit on him yet, and, no. and that was one of the things that had been talked about after they played their first game against Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals hit him a couple times really hard, really, and hard. he got more tentative hitting those holes. 
like tonight he has no fear. None. And so we've got to find a way to get a hat on him a couple times, and maybe he may be a little more tentative to stick his head in those holes like he is right now. It's a great equalizer, isn't it? Oh, yeah, pain. So 12-3 to right now is your score. Bob Jones going to line up for two-point conversion. They missed the extra point try earlier. So let's see what they do. Hardy takes the snap. It's a low snap. Looking to throw it. He's got a gap up the middle. He's going to be brought Not down. Not going to get it. Not oh, going to get big. it. So that's going to be right there with 10-21 left to play in the first half. Bob Jones with the lead. 12, James Clemens 3. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Welcome back to James Clemens Football and Play Action Sports. As Bob Jones has taken a touchdown, another touchdown lead, but they've missed the extra point on both tries. They missed the extra point earlier and then tried for two-point conversion after the second touchdown by Hardy. So they're still up 12-3. to but uh, the game is not out of hand. No, no it's that, early. I think that's huge for us. I was going to say that after he missed the first field, field goal. I mean, excuse me, first extra point, and then we went down and got the field goal. We were within one score of tying it. And it puts us in a position where we get a lead at some point with a touchdown, right? Yeah. Um, and so really advantageous for us when they're, we know their kicking game struggles. Not to put a jinx on anything, but I like our I like our special teams, field goal, things of that nature. I, th- I think we've got, got a kicker. So there's a kick. It's another high one. Oh, they it's are going to be gonna fielded by Pittman. Pittman's going to be at the 20. He's got him a groove at the 30. It's going to be brought down at about the 33-yard line. So James Clemens with good field position yet again. He was trying to set up his block right there and just didn't have enough time. Needed maybe two more stutter steps to give a chance to well, the block had, to set up. He set the guys up in front of him, and while that happened, somebody on the backside came, came in. Yep. So here's James Clemens with their third series of tonight. As you probably heard earlier, Ty Marsh is the quarterback. Gio Lopez out for tonight's ball game. Has got some medical issues. And uh, hope he heals quickly and gets back into the groove of things next week. He's down on the sideline cheering his guys. So yes, he good. is. So Williams up the middle. Picks up about three yards on the play. You know, we've seen a lot of different formations so far, but nothing really razzle-dazzle. Right. Just the formations. At some point tonight, um, especially if they keep running the ball and we need a big hit to get some energy, I would suspect to see something. So Marsh is going to sling it out to Pittman. Pittman's got a lane. He's going to be pushed out of bounds short of the first down, so it's going to bring about third and one after that pass from Marsh to Pittman. I tell you, the guy in on both of the last two plays is number 22, Rowan Jones. Watching this guy on film who plays linebacker for Bob Jones, I mean, this guy gets after it. He's kind of like what you want in a football player, sticking his head in there, going hard. He's fiery. So going to hand it off to Williams up the middle. That's not Williams. I didn't see who that number was, but he did pick up the first down. That's a big run. It is a big run. Let's see who comes up out of the pile. So it'll be a James Clemens first down. No, that was DJ Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. So big run there by Williams for the first down. Pittman coming out, favoring one of his legs. You know, that happened on that first drive. Yes. And then yeah. he came up yes. limping and is After still limping slam. quite a bit. So Marsh Scott Williams to his left. Two splits to the far side. Going to fake the handoff. No, he's going to give it up to DJ Williams. DJ Williams going to be met at the line of scrimmage. 
They're gonna, it looks like where they've got him spotted, going to give him two yards on the play with his forward progress. Man, they weren't going to blow that whistle. He got, <laughs> his progress got stopped, and he's still chugging those legs and getting pushed back. And Got a pert run it, oh, got no. somebody down on the field. Somebody got rolled up on it, looks like. Yep. Well, Coach, you're alluding to the whistle. I mean, too often you see that, and the whistle kind of is delayed. That is Williams. And then you see somebody come up at the bottom of the pile, kind of Well, that's, that's why I kind of noticed that he's chugging as hard as he can. Yes. He's not going anywhere. He's actually going backwards. His momentum stopped. Instead yes. of blowing that thing dead, they let it go on, and now he's got a knee or something, an ankle. Something got rolled up on right there. Yeah, he's holding his knee as they go out and look look at him. Now, listen, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PAS Network and look for Play Action Sports on Facebook. We'll keep you updated on scores and information tonight and throughout the week. And uh, while we've got an injured player on the field, uh, we'll take this time to give you a North Alabama Gas District School Board, North Alabama Gas District School Board, serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Always call 811 before you dig. Lauderdale County, 21, Clements, nothing. That's in the second quarter. Decatur takes a three-point lead over Athens in the first, 10-7. to seven. And Austin with a touchdown lead over Sparkman in the second quarter, 14-7. to seven. So, D.J. Williams down, fought hard for a couple of yards. Like we said, we didn't hear the whistle. And now D.J. Williams is down holding his knee with 9.18 left to play in the first half. It'll be interesting to see what happens here at running back because, you know, they have, we haven't seen Gabe Ballard tonight. He's been a little banged up, got a rib issue. Um, and so DJ's been the man so far. So, and, and the other guy that they will run back there, some that we haven't seen a lot of, is even Kamari Pittman. Yeah. And he's been limping tonight. And so seeing who the next man up is at running back could be interesting uh, as we go forward in this ballgame. Looks like we're about to find out. Is there... Williams is on his feet, but he is definitely getting some assistance as he comes off the field limping. Hate to see that. You really do. We would be remiss if we didn't uh, mention the crew that's taking care of our injured player, and that's our that's our trainers that we have on hand, Daniel Clark and um, Dylan. Forgive me, is it Dylan Bell? Parrish. Dylan, Dylan Parrish. Dylan he's Parrish. our new one. Yeah, he's new. Caitlin's gone now, and, and Dylan has stepped in in her spot and uh, is fitting right in. But well, guys, I'm going to go in and tell you right now, Ballard's in. There he is. And he's our normal starting running back. Right. So it's not like a, a, a we've gone to the second string or third string guy right here. He's a guy that is really explosive. Probably more explosive yeah. um, than DJ yeah. as far as a big play, a little more speed, bigger running back. Um, and so hopefully he's healthy enough that, that he can come in here and get after it. DJ's limping pretty bad. He though. is. They're still, he's still getting off the field. They're not in a hurry to get him off. Don't blame him. But he is under his own power. He is. I mean, it's, it's not like it's something – Hopefully, nothing major uh, That's right. where he had to be lifted off or carried off. So, Marsh, shotgun, two splits to the near side, one to the far side. He's got Ballard in the backfield. Go fake the handoff to Ballard. Go Good sling throw. it out to the tight end. Barksdale, Barksdale. Boy, he's got some wheels as he gets pushed out of bounds, actually tackled out of bounds into Bob Jones' territory. Ball is going to be marked at the 37-yard line. First down, James Clemens. That's a great call coming out of that. Great call coming out of that, and Tom Marsh did a great job of hitting this guy where he had to bust break no momentum. <laughs> we about needed the trainer for a photographer down there. Yes, yes we did. Another fake to Ballard. Marsh oh. is going to keep it. He's going to be mad at the line of scrimmage for no gain. 
Looks like a busted play on that one, guys. Yeah, not sure if it was busted or if it was a called quarterback run, which I wouldn't expect with Ty, but he did have a hole there. He just didn't, he, didn't quite get to it. He kind of checked up, wanting to make a move, and, and that's, <laughs> hey, a guy that's new to this level of football, put your head down and get two yards right there. Probably did that in freshman and JV yes. football last year. He could, was he able to make a move. Make a move. These guys are a little bigger and a little quicker. So Bob Jones almost jumped, able to get back. Ballard to Marsh's left. Got splits to the near side, two to the far side. Going to get it to Ballard right up the middle. Ballard's got a nice little hole. I tell you, the offensive line is doing a really good job blocking tonight up front. You know, for a group that's, like, caught a bunch of flack for being young and not being experienced and guys out hurt, you know, they have actually that allowed us to run the ball really well tonight, better than I've seen us so far. I, I agree. Two points of emphasis I thought Bob Jones would have to do is attack our offensive line and win that battle and then try to rattle the young quarterback. And so far, I don't think they've done either. I agree. So Barksdale in the tight end. Actually, he's kind of in a almost slot. like in a slot yeah. position. Two splits to the near side. Going to fake the handoff to Ballard. Going to throw it over here to number three. That's Cooper. Cooper's going to be kind of pushed out of bounds. Past the 30, down to about the 28-yard line. Still short of the first down by a couple of yards. So we'll face another fourth down here. But, man, how accurate is Ty Marsh on these short passes? Yeah. He has not missed a mark very often tonight. Look who we got coming in here on offense. Looks like Ezel ah, coming in. a little in. heavy set. Yeah. So we haven't seen that tonight, so it's going to be it's fourth, fourth down. Two. So we've had fourth downs in Bob Jones' territory Uh-oh. in the previous so two Ballard possessions. So Ballard will be your Wildcat guy. So Cooper comes out of the off, off the field. Yeah, Bob Jones has got to take a timeout. Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. Bob Jones is going to take a timeout. They haven't seen this. Well, and I think it caught him off guard. We had a guy, one of our receivers ran off late like he didn't get the heavy set call, and I think that may have surprised him because he was coming all the way from Bob Jones' side. They saw a receiver there, and then when he took off, they realized we were in heavy set and in trouble. So you can listen during the postgame show for the Mellow Mushroom player of the game. Our featured jet will get a $25 gift card from Mellow Mushroom, and we'll announce that during tonight's postgame show. And, uh, yeah, so far so good. 7.49 left to play in the first half. Bob Jones with a nine-point lead, 12-3, to over James Clemens in this Madison City Bowl, this rivalry, this cross-city rivalry. <laughs> the Madison Bowl. The well, Madison the City Madison Bowl. Bowl. And that's one thing I mentioned to Coach Kimbrew before the game. It's a really great stadium for games like this. It you is. don't have a track, nothing against track. But, man, these football stadiums that are closer to the field where the stands are right on top of you, um, just a different atmosphere totally. than going to – Cruise Stadium at Alabama A&M where you got the huge track and you're way away from the, right. the football field. So what a great atmosphere here tonight. And both both teams, I mean, this is the home home stadium for both teams, and they do a great job with the, with the fan experience as well. They do. All right, here we go. Fourth down and short. Shotgun formation. Ballard in at the Wildcat. Waiting on the snap. Looks like he was trying to draw him off sides a little bit. And so James Clemens is going to take a timeout as well. Okay, I'm not sure if, if this is a set that we're going to – I've never – I don't think I don't think I've ever seen that set. It's it's something similar to what we would call kings, but then we got an extra blocking back in there too. So I don't know that I've ever seen anybody run anything out of a set like that. I don't know if we're going to run anything out of a set like that, or if it's just something to throw Bob Jones out there and try to draw another part of the chess match. Absolutely, and and so far there's definitely been a chess match going on between our offense and Bob Jones' defensive coordinators. Well, I think Coach Cole is doing a good job with keeping them guessing, right? No question. If you have question marks on your line, you're not sure about your quarterback, you've got all these things going on offensively. And, again, we mentioned this again, he's been here about ten minutes as the offensive coordinator right. when he got hired in you know, July. So, yes. Um, 
coach throwing all this at Bob Jones and making them think and question themselves defensively, I think, is huge, even if we're going to run the same four or five plays. And yeah. props to our coaches and players for being prepared well enough to do that, even if it is just for, for smoke and mirrors. Now we got the same set. Let's Back see what goes on no here. No smoke and mirrors here. Ballard in the Wildcat. Waiting on the snap. Takes a snap. Everybody reloads to the left, and oh, he's no. going to be brought down. On a shooting gap linebacker. That was a great defensive call. It was a big-time defensive play by that guy because we take all three of those backs and go to the weak side of the offense. It's a great play call, I think, uh, by Coach Cola for James Clemens. I think it's the right right thing to do. You can't count on a guy making a play that well. I think somebody missed a block. Obviously, on that linebacker, and he. This is another one we talked about. Twenty-two earlier, thirty-two. Jonathan Monroe's the guy that made yes. that play. Those were the two guys we had written down yes. as people to watch on their defense. And man, he saw that hole and shot that gap and didn't give anybody a chance. Probably one of those pulling running backs in that heavy yes. set was supposed to pick him up, and and he just beat him to the hole. Yeah, you can't catch them all coming. So James Clemens able to get into Bob Jones' territory again, but turned it over on downs just then. Going to hand off to Williams right up, or not Williams, right up the middle. Uh, no. Yeah, Washington. 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 Okay, that's that's they going back to their counter look where they're bringing the backside guard around and then either bringing the tackle with him or their, or their elf, their fullback with him. And we're blowing it up with penetration. Our guys up front are pushing and getting some penetration on the front lines. Hardy looking for the snap. Looks over to the sidelines. we got two splits to the far side. We're going to do one to the near side. Got a running back to the right of Hardy. Second down and about seven. Hardy's going to fake the handoff to the running back and going to throw it. A high throw. Pass intended for number five. That is intended for Kelly Fields in and out of his hands, third down. Prior to the play, I was going to say, this is the area where they really do like to throw the football. When they're between the minus 20 and the 50-yard line, they're very comfortable throwing the football for some reason at that part of the field. And, of course, if we know that, surely our defensive coaches know that. So third and seven, ball at the Bob Jones 32-yard line. Hardy takes the snap. It's a read option. He's going to try to run it up the middle. He's still on his feet. Gets the first down. Still going. Dives forward. Gets to the 45-yard line. And that's what we've got. We we had two broken tackles in the backfield, essentially. I mean, one guy met met him at the mesh point, and he broke the tackle. The next guy, a yard later, and he breaks the tackle. And he breaks another one at at the marker for the first down. So first down, ball at the Bob Jones 45 after the big run by Hardy. Hardy has been Bob Jones' offense. We expected that to happen. James Clemens' defense, got to get a stop here. Hardy looking for the snap, gets it, hands it off to Washington. Not yes. Washington. Yes. I'm going to get it in a minute. He's a load. And he picks up five. God. <laughs> so. And I don't even think he ran. I think no, he just fell forward. I think he took three steps and fell the other the other three yards. So second and five as the ball is at the 50 on the Bob Jones side of the 50. So here we go. Big drive right here. We need a stop. We got to have a stop. Get some momentum going back our way. Hardy looking for the snap. Gets it. Hands it off to Washington up the middle. Washington with a hole. Pushes forward. Gets the first down. Gets into James Clemens' territory, tackled at about the 39. So, first and 10, Bob Jones, and 39. Here, we've got to be a little bit tougher up front. We Early in the game, we were kind of, you know, just mentioned it a while ago, we're getting some penetration up front. We're pushing those guys back. Now, Bob Jones' offensive front's kind of pushing us around a little bit. 
So with 5.55 left to play in the first half, Bob Jones 12, James Clemens 3. It's a heat timeout. We'll take a quick one. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football from Play Action Sports. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantee satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119. Look for them on Facebook or online at ExtremePressureWashing21.net. Spell it X-T-R-E-M-E. Extreme Pressure Washing. Welcome back to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. 5.55 left to play in the first half as Bob Jones has taken an early lead, 12-3 over James Clemens. And Bob Jones... Has a, thir- has a uh, first down from the James Clemens 39-yard line. Hardy, shotgun, takes the snap. Going to hand it off to number six. It's another running back. He's going to pick up five yards on the play, so second down and five. Yeah, we do see. Tayshawn Sessions. We see him and Washington carrying the ball quite a bit uh, in, in their earlier games. Different style running backs, kind of like us. Uh, one guy more of a power guy, the other one a little more quick, a little more shifty. Both of them are going to pose a problem for us until we do something defensive front. So you got trips to the near side. Everybody's kind of looking to the sidelines to get the play. Trips to the far side. Check that. One split out to the near. One running back got a man in motion. Goes into the slot. Hardy takes the snap. Gives the handoff to number eight, Washington. Washington with a big run, tackled at the 20-yard line. So another Bob Jones first down. That's their counter GF or, or counter guard and fullback. So they motion that guy in. They're going to bring the backside guard as a kick out. The elf wraps up inside, and I believe that's the first time we've seen that tonight. Now we talked about it last week against Athens. Bob Jones put up over 400 yards on the ground, and they have just picked up where they left off last week. Yeah, they're a strong running game right now. Hardy looking for the snap. Looks over to the sidelines. They don't mind wasting a little time right here either. Not at all. Ten seconds on the play clock. We're under five minutes left to play in this first half. Going to hand it off to Washington. Washington with a hole. Going to just bowl over James Clemens secondary. Picks up the first down inside the 10-yard line. So this looks like it's going to be first and goal, Bob Jones. They got everything going their way right now. Well, and when your safeties are having to make the tackles time and time again, we're in trouble. Big time. Because they are just running right at us. Their hat. And we are not getting a hand on him with a defensive lineman or a linebacker right no, now. No, their hat on hat. They're getting to the next level. And our DBs are sitting back having to make a tackle on a big guy. So it looks like Coach McGee wants to take another timeout. That will be his second of the first half. So they got one timeout left with 4.08 left to play in this first half. Well, as much as we talked about Mark Wood the last time we did a broadcast and what a great job he did in run support and coming up and, and really attacking the run game. We don't want him to have to do that, no, right? No. Especially on solo tackles. And right now, uh, the safeties are sitting back there having to take care of a big man coming at them full speed by the time they get to the defensive back. And he's got to be real careful from that, from that free safety spot because if he does, if they continue to pound and he's got to take those steps forward, he's got to be careful because all he needs is a split to get behind him, one or two steps behind him, and then Hardy's going to look for the big pass. 100%. And Hardy does throw the deep ball extremely well. He likes to throw it. We haven't seen him throw it tonight. 
Uh, but he likes to throw that deep ball any chance he gets. You know, he's a guy that when things break down, he can make positive yards with with his with his arm or with his feet. Tonight, it's all been with his feet. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if we get the ball back here, no matter what happens with time running out in the, the half, if all the left to right we've been doing and run plays, if we don't fake off of that and try to go deep like we did earlier when we just missed the the uh, touchdown. Touchdown, yeah. Uh, especially take a few shots here later. You've got to. we got to get on the board, and, and we got to try and make them respect the passing game. So Hardy, looking for the snap, gets it. He's going to keep it himself, take it to the far side. Got himself a crease, going to be brought down. Nope, still on his feet. Gets down to about the five-yard line. So it's going to be second and goal, Bob Jones. And that time, same thing. We keep stringing it out, stringing it out. That guy finds a crease just to get some positive yards. And, again, we don't hit him square. And it was a good job by big Nate Jennings. He's all the way on this other end, and he fought his way all the way and just stayed with the He played the play down there. the line yep. big time. So second and goal. We're in a man, obviously, because you've got to at this point. We're going to give it to Washington up the middle. Washington's going to spin move. He's going to dive forward. He's going to get the touchdown. He's in the end zone. After he runs through about five tackles. Now they called him down. Now they called him short. Looked like his body was across, but I guess he wasn't able to get that ball across. Maybe that knee went down first. Yeah. So it's going to bring up third and goal from the half-yard line. Our linemen look gassed. Want to look at them. Their hands They're on their hips. right now. And Bob Jones' offensive line, I mean, they're not small, and they're, they're, they're blowing them off the line. I mean, they're doing what they need to do from as far as their jobs are concerned. No, this has been the best drive for them so far. Hardy, nobody back there with him. He's going to keep it and run it up the middle for his third touchdown of the ball game from one yard out. Yeah, that's just power football. We're going to line up and mash you in the mouth right there. So Hardy, we called it earlier in the ball game going to be the workhorse and he has shown up and shown out three touchdowns all in the first half and you don't like to see that big millar coming off right there 94 kind of hanging one arm so i don't know if he's just hustling off because he's upset or if he's got a little shoulder issue right there but he looks like he's in pain yeah you don't want millar Millar to come off we need that experience on that on that defense so they're going to try for an extra point they missed the first one went for two on the second touchdown missed it See if James Clemens can block it or if this guy can miss this one. You know, I think when we missed the first one, Jamal Mayers came off the edge and and about blocked it, and I think that probably threw that kicker off as seeing him flash in front of him. They called a personal foul against the offense, but they're not assessing it here. On the kickoff. It's being assessed on the kickoff. kickoff. So there's the snap. He almost got back there again, but that kick was up and through. With 2.56 left to play in the first half, Bob Jones 19, James Clemens 3. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible textbook series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. You're listening to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Coach Johnny Johnson, Coach Brad Kimbrew. Just to recap a little bit. Bob Jones with a 19-3 lead over James Clemens. It's been all Hardy. Hardy has runs of 
two yards, five yards, and one yard. Yeah, and a lot of other ones in between those uh, for scores. <laughs> I mean, he's he is carrying the mail for the Patriots. He's he's, and that that's their offense. Yeah, put the offense on that guy's back, and you know, in between, give it a little doses of uh, Washington. That's a good offense. When you look at the game last year, we beat him in overtime. Correct. And it was the Hardy show last year. Right, he he was. was new to the picture, yes. right? He was a guy we didn't know a lot about, but he did the same thing last year. He was what made that game close last year. He had over 400 yards offense last year. And it's really game. amazing that he did because we pressured him very well. Yeah. So this high end-over-end kick is going to be fielded by, it looks like. That's Ty. Ty yep. Doty. Ty Doty. Doty's going to cut it. He's got some room. He's at the 45. Put stiff arms on his feet past the 50. At the 45, down, goes down, out of bounds, late, late hit. hit. Going to tack on 15 more. So, big run there by Ty Doty to get into J- uh, Bob Jones' territory. <laughs> out of bounds at the 44-yard line, and then we're going to go 15 more for the late hit. Hey, don't think for one second that a 19-3 game that the kids have forgotten that this is a rivalry game. They're right. still chirping. They're still getting after it. They're still playing physical. It's still important. One play brought it right back to like it's a 7-7 game. Well, it was a great job, Coach Cola, right there, knowing yes. his offense is about to get some plus. Doty gets hit late. Jamal Mayers comes to his side and is defending him and gets nose-to-nose with a Bob Jones player, and Coach Cola is there in a lightning flash to get <laughs> Jamal back so we don't lose that 15 yards back, yes. right? Yep. He appeared. Well, now, now you're looking at 2 minutes 46 seconds, and we got the ball at the 29. We're in great shape here to put points on the board. You put points on the board here, and you're looking at 19-10, half. That's yeah. huge. Now your momentum swing goes to James Clemens. So the, in, the, in every offensive series, James Clemens has put together a drive. Yes. And they they kicked the one field goal, but the others were four and out. Or they got no, no, they, no. They, they, fourth down. They turned them over on fourth yeah, down. Yeah, turn them over down. on fourth yes. down. So we know they can drive. We 100%. know Marsh can lead this offense. And let's see if he can get it in the end zone with 246 left to play in the first half. Fake the handoff. Looking to pass. There it is. It's throwing it deep. It's going to be picked oh. off and nope, dropped. 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 Underthrown pass intended for Doty. Again, he threw off his back foot. Yes. He did. Didn't set up, had guy in his face, and wasn't real sure of stepping into the po- up into the pocket right there um, and tried to throw off his back foot. And just, again, young man that's going to get stronger as he develops, doesn't quite have the arm strength to get that far downfield off his back foot. So Marsh, shotgun, two splits at the near side. Going to fake the handoff, going to throw it out here to number 81 on a swing pass. He's down to the 20. He's going to be actually shoved down, thrown down again. Waiting on a penalty flag. No flag. They're not going to do that one. That one's a tough one to call. I yeah. mean, you're still, you know, it's, it's finishing the, the tackle. He did. I mean, it was at the echo of the whistle. Yeah. Okay. So, let him play a little bit, but great job right there. Nice eight-yard pickup. Actually, seven-yard pickup. So, it's going to be third down and three. And, look, Bob Jones' defense is no pushover. No. They're making them work right here for everything. So, Marsh, looking for the snap, looks over to the sidelines. He's got Ballard to his left, two splits to the far side, one to the near side. Closest to us is Eggert. He's going to hand it off to Ballard. Ballard's going to cut across the 20. Gets the first down all the way down to the 17-yard line. So first and 10 for James Clemens. Great job of hitting that hole right there. There wasn't a bunch of extra movement. He found that hole, knew he had to get the yardage for the first down and put his head down. Yes, he did. Used that body. So here we go. Marsh takes the snap. Going to hand it to Ballard again up the middle. Ballard trying to fight his way forward. Does. Get some positive yardage. Looks like four yards, five yards on the play. And now that time he danced. That was the opposite. The, yes. the hole closed That's in a exactly. hurry. Little hop step to the left and then goes around a guy that was blocking and does a good job of getting positive yards. So second down, handed to Ballard again. Ballard still looks strong. Gets positive yards. Only three yards on the play. 
Two yards on the play. It's going to bring up third down and about, we'll say four. Now, this is the situation we don't want to be in, where we, where Bob Jones feels like we have to throw the football in a third and five, third and six. Especially in a short field down exactly. there where we don't have a lot of yardage to work with and get guys in space. Ballard, stutter steps, goes forward. We must have decided this was four-down territory with that run right there. There's a penalty flag on the play. They Ballard f- gets to the ten. We've got a penalty flag. Let's Either see what a they hold call. or possibly a face mask on well, the running back. I didn't see where the flag came from. Came but in from a, the side. Okay. There's a possibility that no. maybe they're going to end up in the neutral zone. Well, they're talking to they're the other talk- sideline. That doesn't, Coach White. No, that doesn't, doesn't go well. Good. So coming into the game now is D.J. Williams. So it looks like he's got feeling taped better. Up. Must have been an ankle. Must have been. I tell you, Ballard ran strong. I don't know what was going on with him, but he was running strong there. Well, he's got a rib issue, I think. I think he's got some bruised ribs or something, and and so maybe it was something that they were going to limit his touches to later in the game and let DJ take the load early. Um, so that's a big penalty against James Clemens. That's a hold. Well, well, let's look at it from a positive aspect here. Third down, if, if we want to throw the football, we've given ourselves a little bit more room to do so here with patterns. And we've already proven that we're going to go for it on fourth down anyway. Exactly. So one person we have not seen back in the ballgame is Pittman. It would be nice to have him on a slant play. Marsh drops back, takes extra steps, throws it off his back foot again. He's got him. Cooper. Oh, my goodness. What a catch. Touchdown, Cody. That was big. Penalty flag on the play. I can't imagine what this would be. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to throw that up. Is it going to be because he – May have been a celebration, or I'll tell you what it could be. No. They hit him in the head. They may be. They may call a targeting penalty right there because – Man, Ty Marsh threw a perfect pass in the coverage over the middle. Couldn't have thrown that ball any better. No. Doty makes a great catch in traffic, takes but they hit him mask. right in the face, and he held on to that ball in the end zone. So I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't a targeting penalty. I'm going to tell you, that Ty really impressed me with that catch. That's toughness to hold on to football in that situation, taking a face mask to face mask hit. And I tell you what happens. If this is targeting, we can take it on the two-point conversion to get closer and get within seven points. So we'll wait on the official to make the call. And we Personal are... foul. Targeting. Yep. Good call, coaches. So they're going to enforce it on the kickoff. And we're still going to go for two. Well, they are going to go for two still and not take the yardage. I guess the, the 15-yarder would be more advantageous out here, especially the way they've been running the baseball. Or football. Or that, too. <laughs> going to give it to Williams up the middle. Hole closed. Yeah, yeah, it did, boy. It was there for yeah. a second, but then Just it closed a second, up. And, and he had a chance to bounce it, but that's hard to see when you're from two and three yards out. A lot easier from up here. Very. That's why we're here, Coach. So with a minute 22 left to play in the first half, James Clemens gets a touchdown on the board, still down by 10. Bob Jones 19, James Clemens 9. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. Welcome back to James Clements Football on Play Action Sports. You've got uh, Kirk Pierce up here. you got Coaches Johnson. I can't even, I can't even, I can't even do it. Coach Kimbrough, no Coach Holtz tonight, but uh, we got the we got the better two coaches up here. That's right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
I'm up here calling it a baseball. We're trying to run into the end zone. So, <laughs> well, you know, you know where you know where my heart is. I know where it is. But I do love some James Clemens football. Absolutely. So, because of the targeting penalty, Coach McGee decided to penalize Bob Jones on the kickoff, which means James Clemens is going to kick off from the Bob Jones. Check this, guys. Forty-five. And that's that's a good thing for us. I mean, the field position game is important, and, and you may not understand that what we've played so far, but it is a very important aspect of this game, making them continue to drive the football. What about an onside kick right here? I I think you're better off making them get anxious and do something offensively they haven't done. Well, you called it. (laughs) It wasn't a very good attempt. It wasn't a good onside kick. Last time, Coach Johnson was the gambler. (laughs) (laughs) Except they didn't follow my lead. They're following Kirk's. He must have a headset to the sideline. I just – you know, Coach McGee and I, we are kindred spirits. The only reason I think you can get away with that right there is because even if we kick it away, they're going to end up back on the 20. Right. Now they're yes. only on the 30. There's a minute 22 left, and they don't haven't proven they can throw the ball. So they're going to try to run, 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 and they're going to run this out You right would here. think. I mean, I would stay with the ground game. Absolutely. Because you got the secondary that is a look, tough look, And secondary. you get the ball back you, to start the second yeah, half. Absolutely. you got to dance with the girl you came with. Keep absolutely. the ball on the ground. That's what they do. And this is the and problem. And Hardy takes the snap, and he trips up. On his own guy. Uh, trips up at the 45, so they're going to say 46. But, uh, man, what a run. That Quentin Hubbard, number ugly. 12, his receiver. We're going to send him something nice because he stopped that from probably being a touchdown. Yeah, that was a gift. So first and 10 after the big run there by Hardy. Picks up 15. It's a read option. Hardy's going to keep it himself. It's going to be brought down. He's not reading right now anymore. No, nah, he, he's, he's not. not reading. He knows when he wants the football in his hands. He's not reading it. I tell you, Jennings, Nate Jennings, right there with the tackle, kind of grabbed Hardy's foot and pulled his shoe off. But Nate Jennings is a—he is a big guy. Yeah, and he's pretty dang athletic. He—he he has it. He has it. They're going to be content to let this clock run out after this play. But let's see if they go to the air right here. So Hardy's going to throw the screen pass. Get out of bounds after a pickup of two. Stops the clock with 30 seconds left to play in the first half. I lied Got to a penalty in late. Yep. One of the two linemen going at it about five yards downfield right there. And uh, one of them went a little too far, it looks like. Can you go too far in a rivalry game? Well, if it's going to cost you 15 yards. Okay, so if it's flagged, <laughs> you've gone too far. So waiting on the referee to give us the call. Millar is kind of pointing towards Bob Jones, and he's right, so it's holding against Bob Jones. Going to move that ball back. Back up, Terry. <laughs> there's, there's your oh, guy. Clay Coleman and those guys having fun over there tonight in the press box. <laughs> so that's going to bring up second down after the holding call. Moves the ball all the way back to the Bob Jones 39-yard line. Clock running. Clock yeah. is running down to 27 and counting. Hardy takes the snap. Going to hand it off up the middle to Washington. Washington is going to be brought down from behind. Oh, ball came out. Oh, He's no. still on his feet. I don't even know how to call this. Well, ball came out. So the ball got stripped while he was laying on top of one of our guys. And went to number 12. right to his receiver, and he just outran everybody that was looking. I, I can't. I can't even. I can't even begin to 
Well, I mean, pretty much we had him corralled. Yeah. We've got his momentum stopped. He's going to the ground. Ball comes out, and Coach Johnson called it. Ball comes out before he's down, and just lucky flop well, we had into the hands of a – Defensively, you do what you want. you're supposed to do. Everybody flew to the ball. We got yes. one big mob, and then all of a sudden the receiver's standing on the outside. The ball pops into his arms, and he's just gone. There's nobody – had two chances at him with guys running the He only the had to make one move. And the extra, extra point is good. Man, that hurts. That Just, is a heartbreaker right there. With 7.7 seconds left to play in the first half, Bob Jones takes a 26-9 to lead right before halftime. And, um, you know, that's just, uh, that's just a heartbreak one right there, right before halftime. That's yeah, tough. Especially with them getting the ball back. You know, so that's tough. We're going to have to regroup at halftime. Good thing is at halftime, what do we got at halftime? Oh, we got a special guest I, I know what we got. We got Coach Monica Maxwell. She's the head basketball the ladies basketball coach here james clemens so we're gonna get coach maxwell in here in just a little bit talk about what we can expect from the lady jets the lady jets they'll have she'll have some energy that team will have some energy i want to know if they're gonna skydive the basketball in to half court <laughs> that'd be a little tough from the rafters nah, that parachute may not off, open man. on time get some rigging up there <laughs> maybe repel it in yeah repel it in from, from that the rafters. would be good I don't know, man. You know what? Even better, have Coach Sullivan bring the game ball in from the, from the rafters. Have Coach Sullivan? That would be interesting. Have him rappel down. That scares some people. That's a big, scary man. That's a big guy coming. I've down. seen him fired up a time or two and rip a tie off on the sideline. Ties don't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so back deep to receive number thirty six, Cameron Barry, and uh, you also have Ty Doty back there. So again, we're missing Kamari Pittman. Let's see if they kick it deep again. It almost cost them last time. And they, they did. did. And they did. To the same guy. Going to go back. He's going to field it at about the 15. Pass the 20. It's going to spin nope. move. and going to be brought down by a shoestring tackle at about the 23-yard line. So, first and ex- 10, James Clemens with 3.4 seconds left. I'd expect us to just hit a knee right here and go to half. Yeah. Regroup. You know, what does it hurt if you throw one deep? I guess a pick six. I mean, That's yeah. Play the odds. <laughs> kind of like. Saban kicking one at the last second. We've not missed a lot of tackles on their defensive players. It's their offensive players we've had trouble tackling. I, 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 know, I know that, Bob, we got 3.47, 3.4 He's in seconds. Shotgun. He is. He's got everybody split out. And he's going to hand it off up the middle. DJ. Yeah. He's oh going to be God. upended right there after a nice pickup, but that's going to end it for us in the first half. We're with your first half score. Bob Jones, 26, James Clemens, 9. When we come back, we're going to have our special guest. We're going to interview Coach Monica Maxwell. She's the head basketball coach for the Lady Jets. We'll talk to her in just a little bit. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Time for our Play Action Sports sideline shout-out. A tip of the hat from the head coaches to their assistants on the sidelines. On the offensive side of the ball, we've got James Steele. He coaches our wide receivers as well. Coach Steele is a, uh, what we call community coach. I mean, he works outside the school building, but he's been here two different stints at J.C., so he's been around over the course of the last 11 years that the school's been open, does a really good job, has really good relationships with the kids. You know, kids love him, love being around him, and uh, you know, I actually just had his second-born child, so he's been home the last couple of days and wishing them well. I know he's Really excited. So, but he, he's tremendous for us, and he's a JC guy. Coach Nathan King, who is coaches offensive line, we're able to get Coach King from Tennessee coming down here this year. 
just a, a great asset. Guys on sweet sheds and do all the, the little jobs that, that need done around here as well, in addition to football. But really his knowledge and, and of the offensive line play is tremendous with him and Cade working those guys together. So but another guy that's fixing to have a, a child here any day now. So we've got a good young staff, and he's one of them, and we're, we're glad to have him. That's tonight's sideline shout-out. We'll be back with a halftime show after this from Play Action Sports. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville. Helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville at 470 Providence, Maine, and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a t-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to James Clemens High School Football of Play Action Sports as we're at halftime. The band you hear out there right now is Bob Jones playing a little bit of video game music. I don't really know what's going on. But uh, Bob Jones has the, has the lead right now at halftime, 26-9 to nine over your James Clemens Jets. Join us tonight at halftime. We have the head coach of the J- James Clemens women's basketball team, Coach Monica Maxwell. Coach, so good to have you back up here again. We haven't seen you. It's been almost 365 days since the last time we saw you. I know. It's been too long. Too long. <laughs> so, so tell us, just kind of give everybody a recap of how the season went for you and what you're expecting for this year. Um, I actually think we shocked some people. We did a little bit better than um, a lot of people thought. Uh, but we worked hard, and that's something that we're going to do every year. Um, I think this year 
uh, we're definitely going to be able to compete with some teams that uh, we couldn't last year. Um, but I'm excited. I can't wait for it to start. So as you as you look at this lineup that you've got that you're going to start putting together soon, I'm assuming practice. Mm-hmm. Is I know they've been in conditioning all summer long. Oh, absolutely. You got to run them. You got to run them. <laughs> and so knowing that, but is there anybody out there in particular on the team right now that you're looking for big things from? Absolutely. Um, Jasmine Grisby and uh, Gabby Stigger, they're two, two of my juniors. They're, they're good. Offensively, defensively, they understand the standard, um, but they also know what they have to do to be able to uphold that. Yeah. And so I'm excited. I'm, 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 hopefully, you know, they rise to that occasion. I guess we'll find out here soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're no stranger to the game, obviously being a head coach, but you've also played the game. You know what it takes to, to put together a winning team. Uh, being being uh, playing at Samford, so you know what what kind of mentality as a coach do you want from your kids when you take the court? I'm gonna have to quote my my old assistant Zach, uh, the glass eater mentality. Like, we want to go out there, we want to grind, we want to you know every loose ball we're on the floor, any easy bucket we're scoring it is you know just that standard of you know everything that we do is gritty that that's what I want them to uphold and that's just something that you know came from Sanford when I played there and um it obviously starts on the defensive end so once they understand that I think we'll get to we'll get to clicking we'll get to rolling yeah so when when you when you put this team together though I mean do you would you say you've got a younger or an older team now coming in <laughs> it's kind of in the middle. Um, yeah. I have two seniors, but you know my core group is my juniors and my seniors. Yeah. So, uh, kind of both. <laughs> I don't really know if you could say both, but I'm gonna say go. Ahead, I'm gonna go ahead and say upperclassmen. So sure. I have an older team, um, but I mean this is their second year with me. Yeah. So you know things that they're still learning is you know if I could have had them since they were a freshman, we would be rolling right yeah. now. You know, but I mean they work hard and. That's all. I mean, if you saw how they were working right now, you would just be shocked. When we didn't even, and this is probably my fault, but we didn't even work this hard last year. Yeah. And that's just something they know the standard now. This is what we're doing. We're not going any lower. You know, we can only go up from here. So I'm excited. I'm excited. So when you when you when you're putting this team together, and I'm going to keep going back to that just a little that's bit. Fine. What are you? What? How are you going to approach the games? I know each game's a little different. Yeah. But are you going to? Are you looking to do a lot of press? What? 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 What is your coaching mentality? Ideally, I would like, you know, man-to-man, 84 feet the whole game. Um, I know, realistically, you can't do that. Um, with I mean, because we're not – we're quick, but we're not one of the fastest teams I've ever seen. So, you know, obviously, just like you said, we have to adjust according to, you know, each team. But, I mean, you can definitely see that in every game that we're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that and, and that's exciting, and I'm looking forward to seeing some James Clemens basketball overall. But you know, we we didn't get a chance to come and see some of the ladies' games, but I want to make sure that we do that this year. Please do. I'll, I'll do that. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll come call a game. What do you think, Coach Johnson? Play by play. Do a little play by play for the Lady Jets. I'd love to do that. Well, Coach, it's great to have you. Thank you so much for for coming up here tonight, spending some time with us, and and uh, let's hope we can turn things around this second half. Absolutely. Thanks some for of that jet, me. Man, jet mentality. Thank yes. you, Coach. All right. That's uh, Coach Monica Maskwell. She's the head coach of the James Clemens Lady Jets. Right now, halftime, 12.25 left in halftime. Uh, Bob Jones on top, 26 to 9. When we come back, you're going to listen to James Clemens' band. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. 
When Keith and Amy Richards went on a Greek vacation in 1997, their goal was to create savory foods from simple ingredients. Thus, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe was born with their healthy spin on traditional Greek food in the form of salads, gyros, sandwiches, and soups. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, located at 105 Brookridge Drive, Suite A, just off Highway 72 in Madison. Open Monday through Sunday, 10.30 a.m. till 9 p.m. Call 724-6554 or visit them online at tzatzikiscafe.com. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Originality is our nationality. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Keep up with Athens and Limestone County Sports with a play-action sports report. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform, the Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. Welcome back to James Clements High School Football and Play Action Sports. We're still at halftime. We're going to send it down to the field and let you listen to the James Clemens Marching Band bring us some halftime sounds.
the James Clements Marching Band with our halftime sound. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll start getting ready for second half action. It's Bob Jones on top, 26-9 to on the James Clements Jets. You're listening to James Clements High School Football from Play Action Sports. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119, look for them on Facebook or online at Extreme Pressure pressurewashing21.net spell it x t r e m e extreme pressure washing Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pipe. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk, Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to James Clemens High School Football right here on Play Action Sports. We're at Madison City School Stadium for tonight's rivalry game between the visiting Bob Jones Patriots and your James Clemens Jets. Bob Jones with a halftime lead of 26-9. to and Coach Johnson, as you kind of look at the first half, it's obvious we're missing some key players. Obviously, Lopez out. Ballard's kind of dinged up. We've seen um, we've seen just a lot of different things uh, tonight that, that probably could make a difference if we had those playmakers in the game. You know, we did a good job 
of starting drives. We didn't do a good job of finishing drives. And, and that's going to be the big thing when you're missing weapons. Can When the field gets tight down there against the end zone, do you have enough guys in place and can you make plays? you got Geo out, like we talked about. Ballard's banged up. Now DJ Williams is banged up. Kamari Pittman, we have not seen him back since the start. You know, if things could go worse for our offense as far as physically, um, they have, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I know Coach McGee talking to him this week and Coach Cole, I feel that way. Like, they feel snake bit that all these offensive linemen have been out. Now Geo, we've got now skill guys. Um, it's who do you turn to next? And, and hopefully you have the next guy up mentality, right? Absolutely. And see how that goes. Coach Kimbrough, as we, as we look at the defense, I mean, we've been able to get some stops. But, again, we talked about it in the pregame. Hardy is the man for Bob Jones, and we've had a hard time stopping him. He's that athletic quarterback that we've had trouble with in the first three games. You're not going to stop him. Not many not many high school teams are going to stop him. The, the trick is trying to contain him a little bit, try to limit the yards that he's picking up, and we've not done a very good job of that. Uh, again, that guy, the guy's a player. You can put the entire offense on his back, and, and he's going to produce. Other than that, I mean, we're playing almost as sound as you can play He's just going to make some plays. we got to limit them. So Bob Jones won the opening coin toss. They elected to defer to the second half, so they're going to get the ball first with their 26-9 lead. You can download a copy of this game or listen to it on demand by going to pasnetwork.net. There's a streaming schedule of all of our upcoming games and links to our mobile apps too. Speaking of upcoming games, next week, guys, we're going to be at Alabama A&M for a visiting game against Huntsville. Doing a road game. We're doing a road game. Kind of. So we're going to be up in the press box way up high can't really hear you know we talked about that but the thing is is we're going to be able to hear each other well it'll be interesting because it, it is a much different atmosphere there it is um and so it'll be interesting to go on the road i've never been in the top of that stadium it's a big boy stadium it is a big boy stadium yeah so you can hear the the pa the pa going that's isn't that diaz's yeah, walk, walk, coming, yeah. He walks in? yeah. look at that all right here we go there's a high end over end kick it's going to be fielded at about the eight yard line by bob jones Get across the 15. He's down to the 20. He's got himself a seam, but no, he's going to be stopped short of the 30-yard line. So it's going to be first and 10, Bob Jones, from their own 27. Extracurricular activities after the play, penalty flag on the play. He wasn't very happy about being tackled, I guess. And as uh, as, uh, our number four climbs up off of the tackle, Camden Wells, he uh, gets yanked back down by his face mask by the Bob Jones ball carrier. So hopefully that will put it deep in their territory and negate a lot of that yardage on that opening kickoff. You know, we did a half. good job right there. Kelly Fields there, number five for them. Hat, looked like he had some space. Oh, he did. And and Myers, uh, Jamal was right there, and I couldn't see who the other tackle was. Squeezed down on him, the last two defenders and did a good job of fighting off a block there and making that tackle. And then I guess Fields decided he didn't like being tackled and jerked our guy down by the face mask. Well, right there, the officials called offsetting penalties, personal fouls on both, both teams. So it's going to be first and ten. Ten, Bob Jones from their own 26. We need to stop. We need to stop. We need to stop. The way or, that or ended with, with that fluke play right there at the end of the half to give them all that momentum and expand that lead, we need to stop here or, like you said, a turnover would be huge. So Hardy takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Washington right up the middle. Washington's going to run into a wall for no gain on the play. So sec- second and long for Bob Jones. I like what I saw out of our front right there. Just getting after it, filling gaps. Let's play gap responsibility football and really make them earn every yard. So Washington's going to line up to the right of Hardy. He's got two splits to the far side. One split to the near. Hardy 
Looking for the snap. Gets it. Going to keep it himself. We've seen him do it. He's got himself a crease. Picks up some blockers. Still on his feet. Cuts across. It's going to be brought down after about a six-yard gain on the play, but a nice heavy run by Hardy. And, again, just running through arm tackles and foot tackles. He breaks about three on his way to pick up a big gain. And, you know, the, the entire first half, when you reflect back on it, sometimes when things are going your way, you just you get all the breaks. It just starts coming easily. And everything seemed to go Bob Jones' way in the first half. we got to do something to try and change that. And he's done a great job of that little sprint out and just yes. waiting and waiting and waiting and finding a hole, and we've struggled to fill those gaps. Yes. So third and four, Bob Jones from their 32, 33, takes a snap. Ends it off to Washington. No, it's going to be a read option. Hardy tries to dive forward. It's going to be short of the first down, I believe. Stephen Ezo right there did a great job of staying in the middle and not getting fooled. You know, so, so do we have the turnover right here, or do we have a stop? We have forced we've forced them into a punt situation for the first time. Well, and it, I think if this was anywhere else on the field, they, they do. As they go well for as it, they've yes. run it, they may go ahead and go for it on fourth and one. But being as it's their own 35, that would be a dangerous place to take that chance and give us momentum going into a short field. I agree. So getting some defenders off the field, now sending them back out there. A lot of confusion right there. Although they only need one yard. Yes. So be Watch. careful on a fake or something. I think Watch we're it. still short Ooh. on numbers. So there's the punt. It's going to be a long punt, not a high one. It's going to be fielded. At the third, at the twenty-eight yard line, the number ten for James Clemens, Mayers, uh, Jamal. Jamal Mayers, and Man, uh, if he could have gotten three more steps and got into some open space where he can really show that speed off, he might have had a big time play right there. But as it stands, he, he did a great job trying to get the football back close to midfield. So we got what we asked for. We got him to four and out to start off the second half. So James Clemens with good field position at their own 44-yard line. And is it too greedy to go ahead and ask for a score? No. Uh, no, I think no, we need I, one. Look at this formation. You, yes, you put a score on the board early, and now you force Bob Jones to really stay in a tight ball game. So here we go. James Clemens' ball. Marsh takes a snap. He's going to sling it out there to number 81. Number 81 is going to bounce it to the outside, pick up about five yards on the play. Nice little pass. What a block by pass. Ty Doty right there yeah. on the outside, sealing that where he could get around to the outside and get some positive yards. He was locked up on that guy and would not let up. And good job by A.J. Little. I mean, he made something out of that. So Ty Marsh, quarterback, in there for Gio Lopez. Haven't seen Lopez tonight at all. Nice pass out to Cooper. Cooper's at the 35. Takes it to the outside. He's at the 20, 15, 10. You call it, Coach Johnson. Touchdown, James Clemens. Man, what a pass by Ty. He had... Guys coming in on on both sides of him, stood in the pocket, and I'm talking about zip the ball down the middle of the field. And hit, once again, we talk about that. He hits them in stride. But it's not on a back hip. It's not where he's got to jump. In stride, and then Devin was just gone to the races. And I don't know if you noticed, but he dropped his arm slot on that. That wasn't an over-the-top throw. He kind of dropped his arm slot. and Maybe, maybe not sidearm, but a three-quarter. Is that baseball infielder was, coming yes, out in it? absolutely. He did. He got it under those long arms that were in his face and did a great job on that play. Looks like a smoke show down there with all the talcum powder in the air. So extra point is up, and it's good. Bosick kicks the extra point with 9.04 left to play in the third quarter. Your score, Bob Jones 26, James Clemens 16. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. 
Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Welcome back to James Clements Football on Play Action Sports. Marsh to Cooper for 56-yard touchdown pass. Brings the score to 10. Bob Jones 26, James Clements 16. That's a huge play, guys. Huge play. So here we go. That's Bosick with the kickoff. Oh, that's a line drive kick. kick. That's a huge kick. It's going to roll into the end zone. It's going to be first and 10, Bob Jones from their own 20. Well, and that's why you go find a kicker, right? We, we lost a guy last year that could really boom it and uh, weren't sure who that kicker was going to be this year. And you go find Luke off a of soccer field uh, to do things like that on kickoff and, and keep their field position to a minimum. Well, again, talking about Marsh, I don't. if he was thrown into this game, I don't know that he completes that pass. No. But the fact that he's got game experience against a good Gardendale team, yes. his comfort level sitting in that pocket and able to throw that ball was huge. Well, and having a, having a week or at least a few days in practice knowing you're going to be the guy. Yeah. It's a different level of focus and preparation. So Hardy's got trips to the near side, two splits to the far side. It's lone backfield. He's going to swing pass it out to number one. Number one's going to bounce it to the outside. Penalty flag on the play. It's going to be a holding it's call. It's going to be a holding. And that one's going to come back. Yeah, right there, Caden Samad. You know, that was a guy we talked about a ton in the Gardendale game. Haven't called his name as much tonight because I think he's spread out on those receivers. Yes. But did a great job trying to fight through that block right there and actually got the holding call. So that, that play was going to pick up about six yards, but I, I still say that the defense was able to swarm out there. And that was – you kind of expect that with a swing pass like that. But uh, well defended, I thought, from the defensive side. They really did. They were trying to pick on uh, Hezron right there. And we had guys run into the football, make the play. All right. So with that big play, it comes back after the holding call. So it's first down, and uh, it's, it's about 18 yards for first down. they got to get to their own 31-yard line. So Hardy's going to do a read option. He's going to hand it off to number six. Number six, the quicker back of the two backs that Bob Jones has, and he gets back to the original line of scrimmage for a nice dance. Yeah, and keeping them in second long situation, this is where Bob Jones will throw the football a little bit more. They're about at the border of where they're really comfortable throwing it as far as yard line, but this is the down and distance that they like to throw the football. And we're lucky they didn't throw on that last one because we had some confusion on the backside of that. We really did. I'd love to see Mayers or Woods get a nice little interception We're right still here. outnumbered out here if they decide to go. If, if all these three receivers on the trip side go nine yards or more, we're in trouble. So for uh, second down and long, Hardy's going to keep it himself. He's got some blockers. They're going to swing him out. He gets around him, still on his feet, gets knocked out of bounds at the 25-yard or 35-yard line, so he picks up the first down on that play. And, you know, we're talking about you being outnumbered for a throw. We're also outnumbered for that right there. Well, you're outnumbered every time that Hardy takes the ball because that allows you to put 10 blockers on 11 defenders. And who wouldn't take a one-on-one matchup with Hardy? That's right. thing about Woods is he's a big guy. He's also just a junior. So I know they're throwing away from him, and they're trying to. They ran at him that time, but uh, but now he's on the other side. So Hardy 
He's going to hand it off to Washington up the middle. Washington, he just powers his way forward for eight, eight yards. That's the counter play again as things go away from you. Look, it, it, it's simple rules in defensive line football, right? If something goes away, something's coming. Yeah. And we, we're not doing a great job of really scraping level and fitting that thing like we should. We're catching it maybe a yard, two yards down. Well, now ball carrier's got momentum. That is, that's a win for the offense. So, Hardy looking for the snap. Looks like we got a guy lining yeah, up offside. Yeah, going to have to back him up. Yeah, they're yeah, hollering back, at yeah, him. Yeah, back up. There you go. So, he backs up. Defensive end backs up. So, Hardy takes a snap. Sling pass out to number five again. And he's got the first down and then some block. still on his feet. Cuts back. Trips over his own feet. He's in uh, James Cummins' territory for another Bob Jones first down. Number one. Oh, go ahead, Coach. No, you're good. I was just going to say, number one outside there, Foster, for them, that wide receiver, did a great job of getting a block on our guy. Yeah, they're holding their blocks out there on the screens really, really well. But that goes to the fact that every time a guy comes to engage you out there, you don't know if it's a quarterback run or if it's a screen pass. Yeah. Hardy looking for the snap. Now he looks over to the sidelines gets the call. Everybody adjusts. Now Washington lines up behind him, so Hardy kind of goes into a pistol formation. So it's going to hand it off to Washington and let him get a big head of steam, and uh, he gets five more yards. So it's either Hardy or Washington. Now we got a late flag coming in. It's a very late flag coming from the far back. So we've seen more flags after the play tonight than I have in a while, and he's kind of expected but wished it wasn't. Who said what? That's going to be the question. I didn't see anything physical. I didn't Somebody either. must have said something that was a no-no. So we're about to get the call from the official. Looks like it may be against I, Bob Jones because they're coming to our sideline to discuss it. Yeah. I think it is against Bob Jones. So that'll – But I'm curious. It had to be something that was said or he couldn't get the flag out on a hold or something like that. Well, I almost wonder if maybe they – Maybe they broke with 12. So wait on the call. So shove in the back it's a by call, Bob yep. Jones. Just a really late flag. He must have got stuck in his belt there. So as we move the ball back, we're going to catch up on some scores. North Alabama Gas Score District. Uh, gas District scoreboard. Tanner 56, Tharptown nothing in the third quarter. Fairview 41, East Limestone 14. Florence 28, Albertville 7. Ardmore 23, Brewer 20. Deschler 17. West Limestone, three. Lauderdale County, 35. Clements, nothing. And that is your North Alabama Gas District scoreboard right here. So Hardy's going to take the snap. He's going to do the read option. He's going to be brought down after a gain of one on that play. I don't think if even if he had handed that one off, it was going to go far. That was a really tough one. It's, I'm still trying to decide whether or not he was truly reading that. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. We defended it well enough that no matter – no matter what he chooses, it was going to be a minimal game. So it's third down and about 16 for Bob Jones, and we have a timeout on the field. And with that timeout, we'll take a quick timeout as well. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being, and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza, in Huntsville at 470 Providence, Maine, and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. Welcome back to James Clements Football on Play Action Sports. 5.57 left in this third quarter. 
score 26 to 16. Bob Jones on top of James Clemens right now. And uh, it's third and long for Bob Jones. And Coach Kimbrough, you just talked about it. What are they going to do? We don't know. I mean, anytime they've been in this kind of yardage and down, they've been 100% throwing. Uh, they've thrown the football. But you look at it here, and they've had such an easy time most of the night running the football. Do they go say, well, we're two down territory. We're going to run it and see what we get. So here we go. Hardy takes a snap. He's going to keep it himself. Going to try. He's going to find some blockers. Still on his feet. Gets past the line of scrimmage, or gets past the uh, original line of scrimmage. Still fourth down. Though. Lost the question shoot. answered, and uh, I'm going to credit Coach Pecor down on the sideline for calling it to our attention earlier. Uh, Ray Hardy does not wear socks. No, he does not. And just lost his shoe and was barefoot. It's the second time he's lost his shoe tonight, and he just puts that thing back on. No socks. Uh, I give him a little credit for toughness. <laughs> so it's fourth down and seven for Bob Jones. They are in James Clemens' territory. Ball marked at the 33-yard line Look of James good. Clemens. Hardy takes a snap. He's looking to throw a pass. He's going to throw it deep. It's going to go up. Jamal and it's going to be picked, picked off. off. Picked off. Jamal Mayers with the interception right there at the two-yard line. You can't play it any better than what he just did. You you can't. Once again, there's a reason he's two-time All-State. There's a reason he's being recruited. (laughs) He kept inside leverage the entire way. He finished the route for the receiver and met the football there, and that's exactly how college coaches teach it. He kept his inside leverage, and he finished the route for the receiver to go and take that football, and he took it at the peak, went up and got it out of the air. Now, here's a challenge for your own quarterback. You're going to be on about the half-yard line with that interception, um, and so can we get off this goal line cleanly is important. Well, I would hope that our coaches have really challenged our offensive line right here. Now's well, they, the time to step up. They've done a good job of opening holes. Quarterback so sneak maybe right here just, just to get some, some room. He's yeah, under, maybe he's so. under center. So he's going to hand it off to oh, Washoe. No. He's going to be brought down in the backfield, oh, still no. going forward. He may have got out. I think he got out. They're he spotting out. it as out. Yeah, they're going to spot him at about the one, so no gain on the play. Ooh, that was close because he was hit in the end zone. Yeah, with with the way that we've played tonight, I mean, Bob Jones has got to load the box right here and come after the run. They, they've just got to. We've not shown them the ability to stretch the field in the passing game. Well, and as accurate as he's been, oh, DJ's limping again, but as accurate as he's been on some of these short passes, it, now it looks like a hamstring with DJ instead of an ankle. Hopefully a cramp. So Ballard's coming in at running back. So Marsh is not going to be under center. He's going to be a shotgun. They're snapping this thing right at the goal line. So he's going to drop back to pass. Got to get rid of it. He does right across the middle. Interference. Looks like there was pass interference, but they're not going to call it. So that ball falls incomplete. So it's going to be third down I guess at the one. I guess say maybe that was not a catchable ball. I mean, he did uh, throw it boy, behind him. But but he, he hit him in with both hands and the shoulder pads and grabbed him before the ball was even close to him. So third down and ten. The ball is at the one-yard line. Marsh shotgun formation trips to the far side. Looking for the snap. They're giving up the middle of the field just to play the run right here. So they're going to drop back to pass. He's going to throw it long. It's going to be off. And it's going to be pass right here. Because he did. He pushed off. The defender pushed off. Looked like the pass was intended for number 18. That is Tolliver Williams for James Clemens. What a big turn of events right there. You were about to be either interception or he may have been out of bounds. But – You'd have been fourth down and trying to punt off your half-yard line with 
what we saw two weeks ago was an inexperienced snapper with an inexperienced punter. Um, boy, we got a break right there. Well, big time because we've seen crazy situations. I mean, you're going to be the punter's going to be standing with his feet, with his heels, right. nearly out of the back of the end zone when he receives that punt. And by the way, it's really cutting down the distance he normally has That's right. from receiving to getting that ball off. So with that pass interference, James Clemens gets out of their end zone. It's going to be first and ten, James Clemens from their own 15. Now take a deep breath, settle in right here, and you can run the offense you want to run. Absolutely. Take your time. You talking about me? Take a deep breath because I was a little tired. All of us, coach. So Marsh is going to sling pass it. It's going to be met at the line of scrimmage for a loss on the play. So loss of two. So it's going to bring up second down and long for the Jets. Yeah, we would have liked to probably seen Little just get up the field right there. He tried to make that extra uh, move and actually went back against where his blocking was and cost us right there. So Ballard in the backfield. Williams went out limping a little bit. He did get injured in the first half, but came back in. So Marsh dropping back to pass. Got to get rid of it. He does. He scrambles. He throws. It's going to be deflected. Pass intended for number three. That is Cooper for James Clemens. Brings up third and 12. Little behind the receiver there. Had a little float to it. It wasn't really as sharp as he's been. But that's the first time we've really seen him roll out to his left and throw against his body. And that's a tough throw. It is. Yeah, he was evading the defender, trying to throw on the run. And, and, by the way, he had another defender coming in his face. That's right. Did a so, good job of getting around that really guy did. and getting an open pass. He really so, did. third and long, Marsh, he's got trips to the near side. He's got one split to the far side. Ballard's to his right. Now Ballard's going to move over to the left of Marsh. Marsh takes a snap, drops back. Got a rush. He's going to lob it up. Oh. Uh, it's got to be there, – there's no penalty flag on the play, so I guess they're just both letting him – hand work each other well and i think you got a young receiver right there i think if he stops and just goes back through his defender he tried to actually step around the defender to make the catch if he did just run back into the defender i think we get the the call and the pass interference right there and i'm not entirely sure he wasn't pulled down by the defender as he tried to as he tried to change his body position yeah so with that incomplete pass fourth and 12 so now the punter is going to line up in his end zone but he's not deep in his end zone like he would have been that now, I wonder, is that, is that Bosick out there to kick? That is. A, Bosick with a high. It's an end-over-end kick. It's going to be fair caught at the 48. He drops it. He drops it. James Clemens comes up with ball. it. Ahmad gets that it. is James Clemens' ball. J.C. Ball. It went right through his hands. Ball enough. hit the turf. And they're going here's, to talk about this. Here's what I worry about. Did we give him enough room to make that catch? There was not a flag thrown, so no. the call wasn't made. They did discuss it, but... Looks like they're going to let it stand. Jets ball. I promise you Bob Jones is going to argue that there was contact made. But he was coming up to receive that catch, and his his footing kind of got out from under him. And it was almost inevitable that there's going to be contact. Incidental, of course. Yeah. So the muff punt, punt return, gives James Clemens the ball as they recovered. It's going to be a fake to Ballard. Marsh is going to roll out. He's still on his feet. He's going to cross the 50 and go out of bounds on his own at the 47-yard line. So scrambling, I guess that was a design play. No, it was well, it was going to be a pass. They ran GT motion the other way to clear that linebacker th- and give Marsh a throwing lane, but it was well defended and a smart play by him. Don't don't stand still and look for a second or third read. Get positive yards and play another he down. He had a guy. Little was going down the sideline, and if he gets a step, he can throw it up on a run. But he was covered well. So Ballard takes the handoff up the middle, picks up and. 
additional three yards, so it's going to be third and one for James Clemens. And this is what Ballard does give you in the backfield. He is usually leaning forward. He is positive yard guy. Very rarely does he just stop and fall down. So fake to Ballard. Now they're yeah, going to call that play dead. Yeah, they they didn't get Bob Jones did not get an extra defender off the field in time. They got the timeout. I though. think they got the timeout. So Bob Jones calls a timeout. So it's third and one, and uh, we'll just keep it here. And uh, listen, you can listen to the Play Action Sports Report podcast. It's going to feature news, results, and interviews from Limestone County and drops every Wednesday on all of our major podcast platforms. If you want to hear my co- my talk with uh, the Tanner uh, men's soccer coach a couple of weeks ago, Coach Matt Smith, uh, it was a rather humorous interview. I, I tell you, Coach Smith, I don't know if you all know him, but he is uh, – which Coach Smith is this? Coach Tanner Matt Smith Soccer for Tanner Soccer. Don't know, don't know it. I tell you though, he is he is uh, he's an awesome interview and just an awesome guy all around, and and he's turned that Tanner Soccer program around over there. And those guys are they're they're forced to be reckoned with. I'm impressed they have a soccer team. A lot of those smaller schools don't have soccer. They do. They they so have good a, for him for doing that. He does. He had some uh, college prospects on his team last year. Wow. So it's it's uh so you can go and check out the archives if you want to do that. If you want to listen to our Halftime talk with uh, head coach Monica Maxwell. She's the ladies, uh, Jet, Lady Jets uh, head basketball coach here at James Clemens, and uh, we had a good little interview with her during tonight's halftime. All right, so third and short for James Clemens. Looks like they're going with another, a big package. No, oh, it's another. It's, it's, it's a, a different look set right here. This Ty is, is yes. a quarterback. So Ty's going to lean forward. He's got it, and he's got. I think he got the first down. I think look, he had it. What is? He was pushed back. We got a spot coming which in guy's from the far get the side. There's two yards difference on wow. each guy's spot. That's a big disparity. Okay, our guy, guy on our sideline is going to get it right. So I like him. I like his call. He <laughs> well, that's where Ty got to, yes. and then the pile yes. went backwards. Yes. And the guy on the far side ran in with the pile. I agree. It's just funny that there's a lot. Of, you know, I don't know, maybe several thousand here in attendance that think he got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> on the other side in red. Yeah, they're they're wearing their own colors. So first to ten, James Clemens from. The Bob Jones, 41. Marsh is going to keep it himself. He's going to counter. cut it. Look at it. And nice that? run. Nice nine-yard pickup there by Ty Marsh. Give Bob Jones a dose of their own medicine. Well, How about that? And that's something that we have not seen from Ty, so but, they are not looking for that. But blocking-wise, we've been setting it up. We've been showing them counter movement a lot. So Marsh is going to keep it again. He's going to push forward. He's going to pick up the first down. Another first down. So Bob uh, James Clemens able to get to the 30-yard line for another James Clemens Jets first down. Well, with us going fast, they don't have time to really reset and rethink no. about that. Now that Ty's running the ball a little bit, it throws another wrinkle that they have to think about. And so Coach Cola's keeping the pedal to the metal here and, and dialing up some plays that we've not seen. It's the so right thing. We're under two minutes in the third quarter. James Clemens knocking on the door, going to hand it off to Ballard. Ballard going to fall forward for a gain of about four. Just like Coach Johnson said, he was met at the you know after a gain of one. But he picks up another three yards well, by turning him feet and keep falling forward. And something looked a little funny on that handoff. They got crossed up back there. Ty looked like he almost turned the other direction and handed it off way up in his chest. So probably slowed him down from hitting the hole as quick as he'd like True. to. So Ballard is a senior. Got some experience back there. Of course, he, he backed up uh, Dante Snodgrass last year. Marsh is going to keep it again. Cut it back up. Still on his feet. Picks up maybe a yard before he's kind of driven into the turf. And it's really a good job by Tide of getting a couple yards there or even a yard because there was nothing. And he cut back to his left and found a little space to fall down. No, we've kept the sets compact, those last two plays, kind of tight. It allows all those defenders to come in and play. We're going to pop something here in a second? Possibly. We're spreading it out now. So that looks like what they're doing. Third and six 
we're going to have a throwing lane to the left side of our offense. At the 26, going to hand it off to Ballard up the middle. Ballard wow. pushes forward, short of the 20, down to about the 21-yard line. It's going to be a, a yard short, brings up fourth and one again, Coach. Come on, we, Coach. We have decided to just go downhill. <laughs> you know, and we something we didn't see a whole lot of. Saw it early before DJ got hurt, and we've gone back to it here with even a different wrinkle, and somebody has lost a shoe here, it looks like. It looks like our right tackle has lost their shoe, and we'll play without it. It's not going to help his traction. Not whatsoever. Oh, they almost got him to jump. So Marsh with a quick snap, but uh, looks over to the sidelines. Bob Jones was ready, but they were able to get back, set. So Ballard is to his left. It looks like they're just going to run the clock out and finish this third quarter down by 10. Yeah. Big Micah Douglas there on the end is one of the guys that was questionable for today. Just said, I don't need shoes. I'm ready to go to battle. (laughs) Especially when it's a freeze play. So that'll do it. We played three. Bob Jones still on top. 26. James Clemens 16. When we come back, we'll have fourth quarter action. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football from Play Action Sports. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119, look for them on Facebook or online at Extreme Pressure pressurewashing21.net spell it x-t-r-e-m-e extreme pressure washing keep up with local school travel youth and amateur sports throughout the week with the play action sports update listen weekday mornings at 7 30 and weekday afternoons at 1 30 and 3 30 as we bring you the latest scores news and announcements from limestone county and surrounding communities that's the play action sports update three times a day monday through friday on 1080 wkac as we get ready to start fourth quarter action here at Madison City School Stadium, Bob Jones 26, James Clemens 16. And you can always go to tailgatetalk.net, enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week, and vote on the weekly poll. We'll announce the winner Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. The winner receives a gift card from Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from Gotcha Covered Spring Screen Printing and more. I get my words tied up. I get so fast. Tim tells me. Just read from the cards. <laughs> that's, that's, that's his work. That's what he says. Marsh fakes it to Ballard. He's going to sling pass it out here to Cooper. He's got Cooper. Cooper down to the 15. Slung down at about the 12-yard line goes Cooper. Great Marsh little, rolling out and then gets rid of it. Little run pass option right there. RPO, he came around that end. We saw it earlier. He ran the ball. Had the guy there in the flat and had a guy going deep. And that time the guy in the flat was wide open and, and Cooper and got some yardage. So they're discussing okay. it right now. Did we get a flag? I didn't see a flag. I, didn't see a flag I wonder if we down. got a face mask there at the end of the play. There's a, f- yeah, there's a flag right on the sideline. Guys, Let's, let me let me say this while we're waiting. I mean, we've talked about rivalry not a lot. Uh, we're obviously wow, unsportsmanlike that's, on the defense. That's, that's big. That's, good that's for half the, the distance to the goal right there, so it's going to be first and goal for James Clements. But to try and give you – we tried to give you an idea of how big this game is. Look, these schools are rivals at everything, okay? I mean, Bob Jones and James Clemens are first and second in the state in national merit finalists. Uh, by the way, Bob Jones had a semifinalist for Teacher of the Year last year, right? I think so. There we go. We won up them there. So, Mars shotgun. He's got Ballard to his right. He's going to drop back. He's going to roll. He's going to throw it out to Ballard. Oh, no. Woo, that was almost picked off. That linebacker came up, 
and really almost had a pickoff. That's I think that's one of their safeties. Oh, safety coming uh, up. Yeah, yeah and, and he, he baited Ty and did a good job right there, too. He baited Ty by just kind of drifting, 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 and then breaking on that pass at the very last minute. So second and goal, ball spotted at the seven-yard line of Bob Jones. Marsh shotgun, Ballard to his right. He's looking to pass again. He's throwing it to the end zone. He's got his man, Cooper. Oh, just overthrows Cooper. A little too much air under that one. A little strong. He he really had two options. Ballard out of the backfield is wide open uh, at about the 10 or or 8. And then you had Cooper who had gotten a step on that safety right there and was really open. Small window to throw to. So we got a little bit of an overthrow, a little too flat and not enough air. But it was the right throw. It's the better throw, the easier throw to make than trying to throw that angle out in the flats. So third down, Marsh dropping back, throws the screen out here to number 33. He's going to get tackled out of bounds at about the two, so it's going to bring up fourth and goal from the two for James Clemens. That's Aiden Cook. We haven't seen Aiden. He's a junior transfer, um, and he's played all over the field. They started him out as a running back. They played him at some defensive back last week at Mountain Brook. Um, is kind of a useful weapon because he's just a smaller, athletic, quick type player. Yeah, they had him on some special teams, and and they've used him in – I mean, I hate to say it in football, but a utility-type guy. They moved him around. And I guess that would be your third guy with, your with you know, not wanting to bang Ballard up over and over and over. And DJ coming out again, Aiden's going to be your next option. So Coach McGee elects to go for the field goal attempt from the two-yard line. So that's going to make it really, you know, a 20-yard field goal attempt. And it's, it's up, and it is good. good. So with that score... James Clemens is within a touchdown and an extra point. Yep. 26 to 19 is your score with 11.30 left to play in this game. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Alabama. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Welcome back to James Clemens High School Football here on Play Action Sports. You look over there, Toyota Field, got fireworks going on over there. We got fireworks down here on this field. 26 to 19 is your score in, in the fourth quarter. Bob Jones still on top, James Cle- on James Clemens. Coach Kimbrough, you got a correction? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. James Clemens. <laughs> James Clemens High School had a state semifinalist for Teacher of the Year last year, and that was Miss Steele, just to give her props and credit. Uh, but these two schools, we competed everything. I mean, we compete in how much scholarship money we give out, which, by the way, James Clemens students received $30 million in scholarships last year. <laughs> There's the kick, another line wow. drive kick. I tell you what. He has a leg. No doubt. And like I said, he is an excellent soccer player, has played all over the country um, for high-level teams. Um, and so getting a leg like that, if nothing else, to do that right there on a kickoff and save us from having to tackle somebody that's going for a touchdown. He may be becoming a little bit of a football player. <laughs> never know. You never know. So that's going to be first and ten for Bob Jones from their own 20. And uh, an INT, a fumble recovery, or a turnover on downs? Hey, just forcing a four, a fourth down turnover right here, here and, and a punt it w- it would be huge just to get a stop. We just got to keep them off the board and put together another drive. So Bob Jones had two turnovers in the third quarter, an interception, and also turned around and 
muffed a punt. So there's Hardy. He's got some room. He tries to jump again. Picks up the first down. Well, where we're struggling, it seems like, is he stretches that play, and we get him sealed off to the outside, but we don't have anybody filling that hole, that linebacker or whoever's there. And, again, we talked about Durham not being in the game tonight at linebacker. Um, that may be something we're seeing a little struggle there, filling that backside hole. But, again, you've got 10 blockers for 11 defenders, and if you scheme it up, that free player is on the backside of the field so far away from him, you can't get Doesn't to matter. that running lane. Yeah. So first and 10, Bob Jones from their own 35-yard line. Hardy in the backfield at quarterback. He's got a running back. That's Washington. Washington's going to move to his left. There's a quick snap. Hardy wasn't ready for it, but he's still going to try to make something out of nothing, and he does. He picks up three yards on the carry. And he can do that. Even when things break down, he can get some positive yards. He's lucky he caught the ball. That ball hit him in the chest, and they caught the rebound. It's it's like what happened to us first play of of the game. Yeah, exactly. it It hits Ty Marsh in the chest, and he's not even looking at it. So second down and about seven for Bob Jones at their own 38-yard line. Hardy in the backfield. He's got Washington to his left. Two splits to the far side. you got one split to the near side. Mayers on that wide out here closest to us. Hardy's going to sling pass it out to number 12. Number 12 gets the first down. Close to the – he is in James Clemens' territory where they're going to spot it. So it'll be first and ten, Bob Jones from – James Clemens, 49. You know, you mentioned that they had the one split out to the side, which is Fields, which is probably their best athletic receiver, but we've got Jamal on him. Right. And after the way that went for them down there, I'd be surprised to see them throw at Jamal much at, at all tonight, the rest of the night. No, if, if they can help it, they're not throwing They're not throwing toward 10, and they're not throwing towards 7 if there's any way possible. And as soon as I say that, Jamal goes the other side of the field. <laughs> So handoff to Washington up the middle. Oh, he is stuck right he there at the line of scrimmage. He's still on his feet. They're pushing him forward. And but we've got a flag. But, man, that was – I don't know who it was that came up and made that lick on Washington, but that's the first time I've seen Washington stood up. Yeah, it's hard to tell because we had a lot of guys fitting right there, but somebody popped him right up underneath the mouth. So we've got penalty flag on the play. Still first down. Well, that was really about a yard gain on the play. So we'll see what – the referee says. We need this one to go for the good guys. Holding against Bob Jones. So that's going to bring them back. Now you can enter your name for the Lawler's Fan of the Week at PASnetwork.net. We'll announce the winner during the postgame show of each and every James Clemens game. The winner gets a gift card from Lawler's Barbecue. We'll talk about that during the postgame show. Coaches, y'all wanted to give away food? I'm going to give away food. Man, we like food. I love food. We got some text earlier wanting to win some of that food. Well, they got to go to PASnetwork.net and enter their name. <laughs> Coach Brett Burgess, he likes Brett, to eat on Brett time. Burgess. So Hardy's going to read option, keep it, and go to the other way. Nice He's going to be job. stuck again. That's a great job. Two-yard carry, though. So and, it's going to bring up third down. And I promise you he wasn't reading that. Because <laughs> if Hardy had given that, that ball, if he had given to the tailback on that play, you're talking about maybe second and ten versus second and 14. Rashad Freeman there, number 40, is that sophomore linebacker that's filling in for Durham tonight. And, man, he came up and really stood the, He did stood him up right there. It was a great job. I did say third down, but it is second down. So, that's, second and 13. This has been passing territory and passing down in distance for them. So, Harding's going to sling pass it out here to number five again. We got him crowded. And he's got, he got people crowding up great on him. Great job defensively. Him what we did differently there is take the blocker with us. Use the blocker to your advantage rather than trying to rip around 
or trying to work or spin or get off the block. We took the blocker with us and allowed extra players to run to the football. Hezeron did a great job, you're talking about that extra player, of getting to the outside in a hurry yes, where he couldn't get around the corner. Force him back in and let your help come to you. So with that, third down and about 14, Bob Jones has the ball spotted at their own 47-yard line. They definitely got to put the ball in the air right here, I think. So Hardy's going to roll out. He's looking Wide open in the middle of the field. He missed it. He overthrows him. Pass, inter- pass interference play is going to be a hold against James Clemens. I mean, the middle wide. of the field was wide open. I'm confused. Uh, you said there was a hold there, but there was no reason to hold. No, no 82 whatsoever. was wide open. We had a blown coverage. He didn't throw it to him. He threw it to the different guy on the corner over right. there, and it was overthrown by 15 yards. Uh, it looks like a pull on the jersey. So, yeah, that's what they're indicating. So, that penalty what is a, a costly back, one. Backbreaker right there. Big time because you've got him in a third and 13. I mean, and he overthrew that by 10 yards. And, and Our that, defender had five yards behind their receiver, and he overthrew us by five yes. to seven yards. Yeah. Yes. So that's going to give Bob Jones a first down. That hurts. When you've done a good job of, of pushing them back and then getting off the field, it's tough to give up, give up a new set of downs. Looked like they may have caught it on Jamal because Jamal was talking to the referee about what I do. Yeah. So with that pass, that pass interference, first and ten, Bob Jones at the James Clemens 38-yard line. Hardy takes a snap, hands it off to Washington up the middle. Washington's met by Mayers at the line of scrimmage. Jamal Mayers came in there and made the tackle. No, really no, did. that's not Jamal. Is that not Jamal, number no, 10? That's, no, Jamal was out here. It's 40. 40. Okay. He's yeah. Forty's a sophomore linebacker we spoke about just a minute ago, Freeman. Did okay. A, did a really good job scraping down the line that time. It's great to have two other sets of eyes, guys. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I just noticed because I just seen Jamal out there talking to that referee, so I knew he wasn't. <laughs> if he got in there that quick, it was going to be amazing. So second down and ten. He's going to do a read option, going to hand it off to Washington, and they're going to string him out. And he's going to go job. nowhere again. So that's going to be second down and third down and ten. Give, give big-time credit to Jennings right there. Yeah, I Nate's mean, a, a name we haven't called a lot tonight because he is getting double and triple teamed yes, all year is. long. You know, he's a kid that's being recruited by a bunch of schools. I think an Alabama contact this week. He's a kid that's dangerous out there. And, boy, he fought through that and, and really strung that out for other guys yeah, to come get it. Yeah, he gave other guys a chance to come finish up the play. But it give major credit to him. So Fields for Bob Jones and Mayers are talking to each other. But you haven't really seen Fields do much of anything. Fields is begging him to come play him tight. It's yes. happened for two or three plays in a, in a row. So they're going to do reverse. a reverse, pass. and now he's going to pass, pass it. He's got his man open, wide open. It's going to be interstellar. Oh, oh, in what the hands. a great play by Hezeron. Hezeron Kinsey just gets up there and almost gets the interception, but it brings up fourth down. That was a big-time play by Hezron. And he looked like he was open. He was open for a minute. Oh, he was open, but Hezron sticking his foot in the ground and changing direction takes a great angle in breaking on that football. And that's the big thing, the angle he took. The angle is huge. I don't know how fast he is, but to to make up that much ground. It wouldn't matter if he misplays that angle at all. It's a touchdown. Touchdown. So Mayer's back deep to receive the punt. There's the punt. Just let it roll. Just let it roll. Oh, oh no. Checks up. Takes a bounce. Takes another bounce. No. And they're going to down it at the one. Wow. 
I tell you, that, that took a good roll, and then it just stuck. The, the hop that it made allowed the coverage guy a chance to make that play right there at the one. It looked like Kimbrough's chip shot going into a green, a little backspin. <laughs> I wish. Maybe if I'm playing Tiger Woods on the PlayStation. On PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> Which, by the way, he's on the cover of the new game. It's the first time he's been on the cover in years. So I don't know why I know that, and I don't know why that's relevant. Tiger sales. Because we cover all areas. We do. We really do. We don't discriminate here. You talked about soccer earlier. We had women's basketball. And earlier we were running the baseball around the field. So Hey, that's what we do. (laughs) So James Clemens is in familiar territory. We've done this already once at their own one-yard line. may be familiar, but it's not light. Marsh fakes the handoff, throws it to Cooper pass. across the middle. Oh, Ooh, Cooper takes, a, takes shot. a shot, but still hangs on to the ball. And gets the first down. And here's my question, and, and I know people that are football purists are going to hate this question. But why is that any different than the one we got the targeting call earlier? They're face mask to face mask when they make contact. I don't necessarily like it. Let them play football. But I just don't understand the difference in those two. So Marsh is going to hand it off to Williams. Williams takes a bounce and gets still on his feet. Picks Big up nine, run. maybe ten yards on the play. Huge run. Look, he's pumped but up. But DJ Williams gets up, points to the first down. I he's, will say this about DJ. If you're around that kid, he's one of the most polite, nice kids. But, boy, he's as feisty on a football field. He's been that way since Liberty. So they're giving him the ball again, and he's trying to find his way through the hole. Picks up maybe one, two yards on the carry. They're going to say three, so second and seven for James Clemens. That was a huge pass play there, Marsh to Cooper. And Cooper just able to hold on to the ball after taking that shot. Well, we've talked about it all night. That throw on that slant, he has been so accurate, and it's been a tight, easy spiral, easy to catch. Pass intended for number 11. That is Doty. And uh, Doty, uh, it was really not even thrown close to him. Looked like some miscommunication. Looked like he was trying to go like a little back shoulder on the sideline right there, and Doty kept running. Uh, didn't give us a chance there. Nothing so with, went right on that play. With the incomplete pass, the clock stops at 7.09 left to play in this ballgame. James Clemens down by 7, 26-19. Got they, both backs in the backfield. I like it. So Marsh is dropping back to pass. He's going to throw it. Ball Look at this pass. Up for Ballard. Does he oh, make the catch? No. no right there. Knocks late. it out. Number seven right there, who is that? Gunner Dixon did a great job of hanging with it because he caught the ball, and on the way to the ground, he knocks it out. So you that, know, Coach Cola did a great job right there scheming that up. The guy that was actually in coverage was the inside linebacker right there, number 39. So you got a skilled guy matched up against the linebacker right there. I think that's why he was able to create the space he did. But they get in there and break that thing away from his hands. Well, it was a beautiful wheel route yes. by, by Ballard coming out of the backfield. Nice touch on the pass as well. So we're going to punt. Oh, that one came off the side. A little bit of a shank and goes out of bounds. Looks and like I, they're going to spot it at the, at the James Clemens. Oh, now he's still he's moving. still moving the other way. Don't like that. Stop, dude. Stop. All right. It's 39-yard line. So it'll be first and 10, Bob Jones with the James Clemens 39. I don't Which, like that at all. No, and that's, again, the inexperience of a guy that just came to football to kick. You know, yeah. he hasn't been punting in previous games. May have started when they were on the road last week. I'm not sure. Um, but his – form on a punt's a lot different than kicking that ball off oh, a tee absolutely. or with a hold, and, and it's nothing like a soccer ball. Um, and so, Looks like he caught that on the top of his foot, maybe it, even closer towards the top yeah, of the ankle. Cut to the outside of it, caught on the inside of that foot, and it just spun sideways and ended up going out of bounds. So we need a big stop by the defense right here. you got to have a stop right here. So Hardy, shotgun, actually pistol, got Washington behind him, handed off to Washington. 
And it looks like Coach White is, is just going to be content with running the ball, try to run this clock out. I still wouldn't be running it at Jennings. Well, and Freeman right there, man, that's about three times we've called him this half. You know, we didn't talk about him much at all in the first half. He has stuck his head in there. They made some adjustments at halftime, obviously. Oh, no question. And probably guys just getting a chance to see their fits a little bit more clear now that they've seen the run game over and over and over and over. You start anticipating a little bit quicker. So second down and nine. Ball at the James Clemens 38-yard line. Hardy. Going to hand it off to number 22. First time we've called his number tonight. And he's going to fall forward for a pickup of about six on the play. 22 is Rowan Jones, the outside linebacker we keep talking about. That's correct. Now they've got him at running back. Look at that. Telling The guy is a football player. He stands out when you watch film. Knee brace, shoulder brace. I don't know if you're (laughs) noticing this, but there's still a lot of jawing between these two teams. So third down and four. For Bob Jones, you know this is four-down territory for them. They no are going to go for it, no doubt. No question. So Hardy going to roll it out. You knew that's what the play was. Going to try to drag it out. Freeman had a hand on him. Got they him. were able to bring him down, though. But Freeman had him for a loss. God, the guy just runs through tackles, and he can he, he turns the side of his body or turns his body to the side so well that, like Coach Johnson alluded to earlier, we, we still haven't gotten a good shot against four. So Woods comes out of the game because his helmet came off. So it's crucial that he's got. <laughs> now, did we get a heat timeout right here and he can go back we, in? I think we did get a heat timeout with five thirty-six left to play. So he's free to come back. Well, the problem is his helmet looks to be broke. They're scrambling trying to. Somebody get that kid a helmet. Well, yeah, we need Mark Woods out yeah, there. Yeah, that's not a guy we want to take and play off. I'm curious what's going on. He's still standing over here, not even in the defensive huddle. It's interesting. Well, so you can uh, hear us on Amazon Echo device by saying, hey, Alexa, open play action sports. And then you can hear our coverage of James Clemens football in crystal clear quality all season long, guys. Your voices are crystal clear going through this. Our speech may not be, but our voices are. <laughs> we don't articulate clearly. We just do. We call it like we see it, guys. Call it like we see it. All right, 536 left to play in this ball game. Fourth down and about three for Bob Jones. Hardy in the shotgun. He's going to keep it himself, run it up the middle, still on his feet, picks up the first down. They stood him up. Got to stop that forward progress, guys. Yeah, we may have had him stopped, and there's a push that comes from behind. Uh, Some of his guys, just that extra push forward gets him another yard or two. So first down for Bob Jones. And uh, I I think you're going to see a heavy dose of – Hardy in Washington. Oh, there's no question because, I mean, you're talking about a one-score game right here. Believe me, they they very much remember having a chance to win it last year with a field goal at the end and then losing in overtime. That's right. They I mean, did, yeah. They had a chance to win the game and, and finish it with a late field goal, and we end up in overtime. So first and ten, ball at the 25-yard line for Bob Jones. Hardy takes a snap, hands it off to number 22 again. He's going to be met at the line of scrimmage nice and brought down. No Guess game. Guess who? Yes, Freeman. Guess who? Kid that hadn't even been in the lineup, and he is everywhere right now. We didn't have him on our list of players to watch, but he has been one. I mean, that's a sophomore, guys, that's playing upperclassman there, football. Right there's there. a lot of youth on that field right there in, in blue. It's a pretty blue. But, it is a pretty blue. But how about those uniforms? Well, I, let me tell you. I'm going to say again. Those R- are the Rumor is you like them. I, I love those jerseys. The whole uniform. It's just a it's just a smooth, clean look. Oh, it's beautiful. 
So second and ten, ball at the 25-yard line. Washington, no, that's not Washington. That's the other running back. Hardy's going to keep it himself. He's going to find a gap, go forward for a pickup of about four. So second, third down, and six for Bob Jones with 4.15 and counting left to play in this ball game. All right, this is a critical time right here. I mean, we've got – it's not enough right now just to hold them out. We've got to get a turnover. We've got to get the ball in our hands to get a chance to get on the board. So Coach White is going to let that play clock go down as far as he can. Absolutely. Because we are under four minutes left in this ball game. And we saw the same thing against Gardendale. Gardendale got to a point where they just want to maximize every second that they can. Waste it away. So Hardy looking for the snap. He's going to do the read option, hand it off to Washington. Washington's going to be Balls out. Balls Balls out. out. Balls out. We picked it up. Freeman's got it. It's Freeman. Freeman out of bounds on the fumble recovery. It's James Clemens' ball. Hey, we said it's time. Something's got to happen. And it does. I'm not sure who hit him. If that was Brody Stinson, Mark Wood, I know, saw him hit him. Mark Wood originally made the hit. Somebody else came in there on a line and popped that thing, and he's hurt. He is hurt. Yeah, he's down. But, again, we've talked about Freeman. This this series, he's been all over the field. And there he is, picks up the fumble recovery. And uh, we've got 335 left to play in this ball game, and James Clemens has the ball. You know, you talked a minute a bit ago about the youth, and, and I know we got a timeout here, and this is a big ball game, obviously, but Coach McGee and his staff have to be happy knowing that they've got so many guys coming back. 100%. For the next – and, and so a lot of them that are on the field getting experience going to be here for two more years. We're talking – Coach, we're talking about game three of this season. Yeah. So you got guys that are going to get, you know, several, several weeks. They're going to get the majority of this season – and they're going to be experienced as they as they enter their junior year. That's no huge. And that what, is huge. And what we've seen tonight, I mean, the other thing, you know, we've talked about Gio Lopez for four years. Mm-hmm. And but what I'm seeing and tonight, deservingly with, so, and absolutely no, the guy is a is an immense talent, and he's going to South Alabama to play football. And that, but but also when you talk about this in the the, the young team, the James Clemens, Bob Jones player gets up, he's going to walk off on his own power, and that's Washington, but. Uh, I know Coach McGee and the rest of this team is confident that no matter what happens, Marsh can be depended on. Well, he's, he has proven that he's not scared. Right. No. He's not going to be intimidated by the moment. I mean, you get thrown this in the middle of the week that you're going to be the starter in the Bob Jones game, the East versus West, right? Yeah. And he has been accurate. He's been poised. And he is going to continue to get better. What so, else could you want, boys? 335 to play. we got to drive. Chance to tie Marsh drops back to pass. He's going to throw long to Cooper. Cooper oh catches my it. Cooper what catches it. Cooper catches it down at the 35-yard line there what in Bob throw. Jones' territory. That was a just a dark. I, I guess straight it's line a throw. Dark. We that have talked. Dark. We have talked about how he struggled to get the ball down the field when he doesn't have time to set up. He had time to set up that time, and he threw a missile and hit him in stride once again. Well, Coach Coach alluded three times tonight. Coach Johnson has talked about how Ty's thrown just a little bit behind, a little bit behind, a little bit behind. That time he did. He threw a dart, a line drive that Cooper just takes out of the air. Well, hey, and right there we hurry up to the line and catch them off guard, and they've got to call another timeout. They do, and that's huge because if we, if we score and leave some time, we don't want them to have the ability to Absolutely. slow things down. Well, so, it's funny because we've talked about Ty's – Arm strength. He's got it. It's there. It's there. It's there. We saw it right there because that was a missile. 
So we're going to give you some scores. Uh, the North Alabama Alabama District Scoreboard serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. All you got to do is call 811 before you dig. And here are our scores. Decatur with a big lead over Athens in the third quarter, 26-7. Sparkman takes the lead against Austin, 21-14 in the third quarter. Ardmore on top of Brewer, 30-20 in the third. Tanner with a final, 63 to nothing over Tharptown. You got Deschler 31, West Limestone 10 in third, Lauderdale County 49, and Clements 6. That's a final there. That's your North Alabama Gas District School Board serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Call 811 before you dig. Marsh takes a snap, hands it off to Ballard up the middle. Ballard tries to bounce it outside. Ballard falls forward for another yard. Nice hard run there, picks up five. Look who's fighting. Look who's fighting hard for yardage right now. Our offensive front getting after it. Ballard running hard right there. Well, and that's the thing. You got guys banged up. You're not sure if they're going to play. When you're in this game, you show up and play. Oh, no. Overthrow almost picked off. So our receiver slips. The throw's just a tad high. Goes off our hands and almost goes in the arms of the defender right there. We got lucky. We did. Third down. Ball at the Bob Jones 31-yard line. So we've got to get to the, what's that, the 21, 26-yard line for a first down. So Marsh, shotgun, Ballard to his left, trips to the near side, fake the handoff, throw it out to Cooper. Cooper just drops drops it. it. Cooper just drops it. You know, that's something we've seen out of Cooper some this season a couple times now, twice tonight, where he's got the ball perfectly thrown he looks upfield just too soon instead of securing that ball first so with that incomplete pass fourth down for james clemens with 255 left to play in this ball game it's tough right there too because cooper has been good for us he's Absolutely. made, some, he's made some big plays so here we go this could be the game right here for james clemens fourth and six marsh looks to the sidelines he's got ballard to his left trips to the near side one split to the far side, and Coach McGee says, I'm going to call a timeout yeah. here. Let's Smart talk about play. it. Yeah, so he's absolutely. got three timeouts, 255. You can't take them with you. Yeah. And, you know, Bob Jones has yes. been disciplined. Every time we've tried to draw them off, they've been disciplined and sat there and been patient. It's hard to get free yards off a defensive front that is patient. So maybe we see some some kind of – with that old week, that other type of formation that I, we haven't seen us play off of yet well, that's, with I the keep, lineman coming I keep out. thinking, and Coach Johnson said earlier, we keep throwing out – I don't have a word for it other than funky. There's funky. a funky set. Funky. We keep going to that funky <laughs> set or some variation of it. We show it. We haven't done anything with it. Do we line up regular and then split back to that? I mean, I, we've, we've been lining up in it this whole night, and then we then we shift out of it. So we'll see what happens here because uh, this is fourth down and six for James Clemens. I know this. Whatever we do, let's get seven yards, leave no doubt. Let's do it. For sure. We don't want a measurement, something no. close like that. <laughs> we got fans up here talking to this us. This is the radio broadcast. You hit the wrong window. <laughs> so we got fourth down and six for James Clemens. Ball at the Bob Jones 31-yard line. Come on, boys. 2.55 left to play in the game. James Clemens down by a touchdown and an extra point, 26-19. to 19. Marsh takes the snap, hands it off, fakes, off, fakes a handoff, throws it. No. Just a short throw and off his back foot. Incomplete pass. Turnover on downs. Bob Jones takes the ball. You know, right there is something that Coach Cole and I talked about yesterday, that not knowing what the offensive line looked like, new quarterback that 
they would bring the house yeah. and blitz a lot. I don't know that they've done it a ton, no. but they did right there. No, we talked about it earlier. We thought they would set up and try to rattle Tom Marsh as much as they could early, but they didn't. That time, they brought as many guys as they could to overwhelm that offensive front, and they did overwhelm the offensive front. So Bob Jones has one timeout left. Coach McGee and the Jets, they've got two. 2.51 left to play in this ball game. 26-19. Well, how soon do we sell out? How soon do we sell out to get a stop? Like I mean, you, right you run the risk of Hardy breaking a big one. but uh, you, Yes. So Hardy's going to keep it, run it up the middle, and he's going to still be on his feet, picks up five yards, still going. Picks up, looks like they're going to mark him down with seven-yard pickup. And you know you got to appreciate down. him fighting like that, but yeah. what he gives us an opportunity to do is get in there and strip that ball. That's 100%. So. Yeah, he accurate. does. I so, mean, a, a ball on the ground is what gave us a chance to tie it in that last series. So that's got to be what Coach McGee's going to been talking to his defense guys. Got to get the hand on the ball, try to rip that thing out. Let's just not wait till we get inside the ten to do it again. That's right. So Woods is in the secondary. He's playing in the safety slot. Shotgun, two splits to the far, one to the near. You got looks like Washington. I can't tell. Nope, that's not Washington. But Hardy's going to keep it himself. He's going to pick up the first down. It was a late flag. It was a late flag. So James Clemens comes out, kind of waving like I thought it was on Bob Jones, but now I'm not sure. Now yeah, we're the reaction arguing. of James Clemens is not good for the home team. No, it's not. So we're waiting on the call from the officials. Yeah, if this is a like an unsportsmanlike for a late hit or something, I, that that's that's tough call to make right there. I mean, you're talking about. We now we've got another now, one. I think they hit Jamal for chirping too much. So the officials, they're going to move that down. That's going to put them in James Clemens' territory. So unsportsmanlike conduct. And we're going to get another one, I'm afraid. So that's that's a costly penalty so late in this ball game. I still want to know what the first flag was. Face okay. mask against James Clemens. So that is a huge two penalties. You had a face mask on the run against Hardy, and then too much uh, too much talking, right there. Unsportsmanlike conduct puts them, and now there's another penalty flag. That's another penalty flag, and that official didn't even waste any time. So, we're still talking. So, that looks like three penalties right there. Unfortunately, when you're dealing with 14 to 18-year-old young men, you get in a rivalry game like this, it's late. We, a lot of them are feeling this coming to an end. Yeah. Um, they get emotional, and, and that's something you have to keep in check. You have to do a good job of keeping your composure because now, instead of being in their territory still, with at least a little bit of life, we've let them go on one first down run all the way to our 14. Yeah, yeah. that's where it is. And, and in the heat of the moment, just questioning a, a, an official innocently can sound like much, much different than that. Absolutely. 45 so, yards and penalties right there. 45 yards right there. So the ball is now spotted at the James Clemens was it? Like you said, 14. So first and 10, Bob Jones. 
and we've, Deep. we've made it we've made it very very easy now for Bob Jones to seal the deal if they want to. So you got a minute fifty nine left to play in this ball game. James Clemens down by a touchdown and an extra point, twenty six to nineteen, against Bob Jones. They're cross city rivals in the Madison City Bowl tonight at Madison City School Stadium. So everybody's lining up in tight, fully expecting the run. Oh, there's no doubt. They're going to run the football. They're going to keep the clock moving. They're going to try and waste as much of this minute 40. They'll be down to about minute 19. It's going to be a minute, minute yes. 20. So, I mean, I mean, Coach McGee can use the two timeouts, but. I but mean, that's not going to stop the drive. No, it's really not. So, Hardy takes the snap, keeps it himself, runs it up the middle. Going to be tackled at about nope, the 10. Ball. Did the ball come out? I guess no, it did. It just nope. spun, spun off, off of it. Got excited there for a second. So, Hardy on the first first down run picks up three on the play. So second and seven. That's a that's a tough one. Minute it's, eighteen. It's a tough so, situation to be in. You got to use these timeouts, and you ner- now you just have to hope for something good to happen. I mean, some kind some kind of big break. So Coach McGee takes his second timeout of the half. One remaining. With a minute 18 left to play in the ball game. Now, guys, we, we, we've talked about it already. The young, the young inexperience that we brought out here in these three games. I mean, this is this is you know, it's an area game, you know, and, and it's cross city rivalries, a lot of emotions, but we still got a lot of, a lot to play. Well, and I said this multiple times in our other broadcast. Really, if you get through these first three, if you're James Clemens and can still believe you got a chance to make a run and still feel positive about where you are, the schedule sets up positively for us. Right. You faced probably two of your toughest opponents on the schedule the first two weeks. No question. In non-region games. Right. Now you're playing a rivalry game in game three. That's been a grind for three weeks. Yes. With the injuries they've had, with the young guys they're running out there, if you can keep your head about you, you can go starting with Huntsville next week and start to get on track when it really matters through a region. Right. Right. And you're more experienced and better for it. So a minute 18 as we come out of timeout. Second down and seven. Ball at the 12. Hardy met at the line of scrimmage, but he still falls forward. But he took a shot right there on that shoulder. He did. See if he gets up. He, he does. He's tough. There's the last timeout that we can take. Guess who hit him? Oh, it's got to be Freeman. Freeman again. It's a good guess. I like the way Freeman's played tonight. I mean, it's it's obvious that that he took to heart whatever Coach McGee said at halftime and came out and, and, and showed up for this defense. You well, know, and when you're a young guy and you get that opportunity, you, you really don't have anything to lose. So go play, lights out. I mean. You may win your job. You might win a spot. I'm going to say he has. Well, I mean, he certainly called our attention tonight. I mean, he's 5'11". They've got him listed at 5'11", 207. As a sophomore. He's thick. He is thick. And he brings brings the hammer when he comes downhill. I, I'm I know it's not we we've still got a whole season to play, but but again, this defense is gonna be a tough one. I think so. I think they will be. They've still got some kinks to work out. But again, getting getting some of these younger guys experience when you are healthy, when you do got your full staff out there, now look at the depth you've created right. with these first three games. And let me tell y'all, this place is still packed. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 anything could happen with a minute 12 left in this game. Hardy in the shotgun, third down. He's going to keep it himself, roll to the far side. 
He's going to pick up the first down, still on his feet, tries to fall forward for the touchdown. Stops short, probably at the one, so it's going to be first and goal oh, from the one-yard line with a minute left to play in this ballgame. We've got to keep our heads in the stands, too. We just had a talcum powder bottle thrown out on the field. Yeah, can't do that, guys. Come on. Be careful. Well, his hand was slippery. That's why he needed the talcum powder. powder. Yeah, <laughs> he lost the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so we're under a minute with 12 seconds left on the play clock. Bob Jones going to probably just let this run down as far as it can. Call the time, last time out, maybe. Hardy under center. Everybody's in tight. He's going to take a knee, and that's – that's probably going to do it, guys. That's going to end it. Yep. As we click down to 30 seconds left, Bob Jones breaks their streak, James Clemens' winning streak, as the fans rush the field. It is. And we got Bob Jones coming to our sideline. Yeah, that's hey, unfortunate. Coach, Coach Burke. Coach Burke did a great job. Don't acknowledge it. That's right. Make our guys stay classy. He he handled it exactly like you should. So with the clock ticking down, we're under five, two, one. That's going to be your final. Bob Jones, 26. James Clemens, 19. That's your final score. And, uh, guys, I tell you, hardball. This is the James Clemens second-half team is not the team that we saw in the first half. Not at all. They made some great adjustments, just could not capitalize on a couple of different things when it counted. Well, you know, we've watched that the last two weeks. Yep. The first half has been a struggle for us trying to find our footing and who we are and what's going to work that night. And all three games so far, the second half has been a much better effort by our club. And some of that's due to personnel. Some of that's due to experience. But the fact that they're coming through it and coming out better for it, like I said, you know, you alluded to it several times. It sets up well for this to be a strong team the rest of the season. So I'm looking here on the sidelines, and you got Kamari Pittman – on crutches, so that's, that's not a good sign. That for the is home not team. a good sign. So what we'll do is we'll take a break as uh, the, the they try to get the fans off the field a little bit, so everybody can shake hands and say good game. Your final score: Bob Jones twenty six, James Clemens nineteen. When we come back, we'll have our Lawler's fan of the week and also our Mellow Mushroom player of the game. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. For spotless cleaning at your service, call Extreme Pressure Washing, residential and commercial exterior cleaning specialists taking pride in their work to provide convenient and conventional services. Exterior walls, roofs and gutters, fences, driveways and sideways, decks, patios and porches, they clean it all. Extreme Pressure Washing offers free estimates and guarantees satisfaction on every job from start to finish. Extreme Pressure Washing. Call 321-9119. Look for them on Facebook or online at ExtremePressureWashing21.net. Spell it X-T-R-E-M-E, Extreme Pressure Washing. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being, and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville at 470 Providence, Maine and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. 
North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville. Helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. That's pasnetwork.net. Play Action Sports. Welcome back to James Clements Football here on Play Action Sports. Your final score here at Madison City School Stadium. Bob Jones, 26. James Clemens, 19. Bob Jones breaks the four-game losing streak against James Clemens. And, uh, coaches, this was a tough one. Coach Johnson, offensively, what are your thoughts? we got to get healthy. Yeah. I think that watching Kamari be on crutches, um, you know, Gabe getting limped up, Ballard still, um, DJ getting limped up with some of the offensive line woes. I think the offense, Geo, I didn't even mention him. Yeah. If we get healthy, we can get be dangerous. Right. We, we saw bits and pieces of it. Man, I can't brag on Ty Marsh enough tonight. Coming in, not knowing till Wednesday late that he was even going to be the starter in this rivalry game as a sophomore, and boy, was he accurate. Yeah. He threw crisp passes, made good decisions, didn't get us in trouble. Coach Kimbrew mentioned that in the, when we were off air. He didn't make any big mistakes to cost us. Right. He tried to get things going positively, and man, what a good job that sophomore did stepping in in a big situation. And you got to give credit to the offensive line. This is a different offensive line than what we saw in the first game against Gardendale. They, I mean, they, they had some decent blocking in that first game, but you can tell that they're starting to gel and coming on strong, and we were able to see that tonight. Well, they've had to move pieces back and forth. Guys have gone from guard to tackle and switched from left to right, and one of the things Coach Cola talked about is just them remembering which way to go on what coverage or, you know, what blocking scheme they've got going on when they've switched like that, and they did do a good job for the most part tonight. We ran the ball well at times. We gave Ty we saw in that last long pass what he can do when he's got time to throw. Um, there's some positives there tonight, Absolutely. even though we were walking away with a loss. Some really good positives that second half especially. Now, Coach Kimbrough, on the defensive side, you know, we, we, we talked about it a little bit that we knew that Hardy was going to tote the rock, and he did. And the one-two punch between he, he and Washington um, was really the difference tonight. We weren't able to stop the run. But I tell you, with our secondary, what I saw tonight – uh, Coach White respected the secondary, and he didn't throw the ball as much as he could have. Oh, there's no question. They didn't want to put the ball up in the air because we're dangerous if you do that. Yeah. Defensively, we did tonight what we've kind of done in the first two games, uh, now three games, is played pretty sound. 
It's just that little extra that we need. It's it's making that first tackle rather than the third tackle, and it's taking away something that's so difficult to do. Uh, Hardy Hardy's a heck of a football player. I mean, they did. They really put it on his back, and that guy's going to be tough to stop. The, the way they scheme is going to be tough to stop for anybody. But to hold him to the points that we did, uh, especially when you consider one of those flukish plays there at the end of the first half, I think that's a pretty good job defensively. It's hard to ask for more. And you got Rashad Freeman who stepped up. You know, a couple of weeks ago we saw uh, Wood step up and, and, and do well in the first uh, first game two weeks ago against Gardendale. And tonight we found another defensive player, and that's that sophomore Freeman. Yeah, man, he came in, and we didn't call his name a lot in the first half. Second half he was really finding his run fits, and he was sticking his head in there, uh, putting his body to work. And I thought he played a heck of a second half. Uh, coming in and filling that role and really really did do a good job of helping limit their run game. So tonight we've got uh, I mean, just a lot of different things going on. We've, we're going to give away the, the fan of the week, and we're also going to give the, the player of the game tonight. But, coaches, do you all have any final thoughts that you all want to throw in here? Well, I do, I, do, I do. He mentioned that fluke play at the end of the first half where the fumble went right to the receiver and he right. took off down the deal. We lost by a touchdown. That's it. In, in a game that felt early like it was getting away from us. Yes. When we went into the half after that happened, we talked about coming out of the half. We've got to get a stop and we've got to get a score to get us back in it. And we really did a great job yeah. of doing that and not letting it get away when we could have, with all the injuries and all the talk of not having Geo, could have really laid down. So I'm proud of the young guys for doing that. No, 100%. When you look at our second half, and you all mentioned it earlier, we have been a second-half team. Uh, how many touchdowns did Bob Jones score in the second half, guys? None. Oh, one. Yeah, that's right. That's one right. touchdown. One touchdown in the second half, which is a huge difference from the first half. Like you said, it looked like it was starting to get away from you, and, and you were going to be out of it early. So we're really proud of our guys. You know, We saw it in the Gardendale game. They didn't quit fighting. Yeah. They're not laying down on you. And when you're talking about how many having that much young kids out there, man, that's huge. So just, hey, props to our guys, props to our coaches, the work, the prep they put in this week, and keep fighting. Keep fighting, and everything's going to be okay. It didn't, it didn't work out for the good guys, but, hey, still a lot of, lot of football. We're going to be back next week with the same, all three of us, and we got our producer, Mr. Tim Lambert, is going to be with us. We're joining us uh, next week with, at a- Alabama A&M as, as James Clemens goes on the road to take on, take on the Huntsville Panthers. So that will be another great game here uh, that, that we'll be bringing you right here on Play Action Sports. Now, tonight, we got the Lawler's Fan of the Week. And uh, what we can do is, well, just kind of give you a little insight. All you got to do to be the Lawler's Fan of the Week is enter your name at pasnetwork.net, and we'll announce the winner during our postgame show, which is about here in just a second. And the winner is going to get a gift card from Lawler's Barbecue. Tonight's winner is Connell Yarbrough. Connell Yarbrough, congratulations. You are tonight's Fan of the Week by Lawler's. Lawler's Fan of the Week. You've got two weeks to drop by WKAC Radio in Athens to pick up your gift card. So congratulations to you, Connell Yarbrough, for picking up uh, that gift card from Lawler's and being our Fan of the Week. Now, coaches, we talked about this, and it's our Mellow Mushroom player of the game. We had a couple of guys that we really thought about, but one guy stood out, and that's on the offensive side. And our Mellow Mushroom player of the game, our featured jet, gets a $25 gift card for Mellow Mushroom. And tonight's player is the quarterback, Mr. Ty Marsh. Ty Marsh really stepped in. Coach, Coach Johnson, you alluded to it. He didn't know until Wednesday, and I think he had a heck of a game. He threw for two touchdowns, and uh, he just really was able to get in there, maintain composure, and do a great job against this Bob Jones team. Well, I think the big thing that Ty showed you, you know, he's a, we mentioned this once before, he's the son of two coaches. April and Austin have done a great job of probably instilling in him not only great work ethic but preparation 
Um, even if you're not the guy, you're one play away from being the guy. Right. Or one illness away from being the guy in this situation. And so for a young man that didn't think at the start of the week that he was going to be the starter in this rivalry game, um, he was prepared. Absolutely. And it was obvious that, again, the moment didn't get to him. Gardendale obviously helped that. The big jitters were out of the way there. Um, he knew he could complete passes at the varsity level two weeks ago. Right. Um, and so, boy, he looked much better even tonight than he did two weeks ago. Yes. Um, and he's going to just continue to get better. You know, you know Gio's coming back at some point. His reps are going to go down some. But, man, what a bright future win. You're talking about a sophomore for player of the game, and the other guy we discussed was a sophomore as well. That's right. So there's lots of sophomores, lots of juniors on this team. Um, there's a lot of football to be played. And we're, we're looking forward to it. So that's going to wrap it up here at Madison City School Stadium. Your final score, Bob Jones, 26, James Clemens Jets, 19. We'll be back next week as uh, Bob uh, James Clemens travels to Alabama A&M to take on the Huntsville Panthers. You've been listening to James Clemens Football on behalf of Coach Johnny Johnson and Coach Brad Kimbrew and Tim Lambert, our producer. I'm Kirk Pierce. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. You've been listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. You've been listening to James Clemens High School Football. If you'd like to download a copy of tonight's game, log on to pasnetwork.net. James Clemens High School Football is a production of Play Action Sports.